Someone needs to take that responsibility. <laughs> so, uh, but he's going to be hanging out with us uh, after the show this evening, as we are very excited. We're going to go hang out with the sexy Savannah at Cairo for the bra and panties uh, shindig uh, at eleven o'clock tonight at Cairo. So, I believe the whole crew will be heading out. Yeah, we're uh, all carpooling down there. Are you designated driver tonight? Yeah, I'll do it. Sweet. I'm always a designated driver. You don't like to drink. Uh, yeah, I really don't like to get blitzed. I like to have a couple. Me? But I, yeah. lo- I love to uh, to be sloshy. You get disgusting. No, I wouldn't say disgusting. Yes, I've, I've seen you where you're just walking, stumbling around. You end up, uh, you always take your iPod out to the uh, the bar with you. Why and that's when you know El Jefe is very drunk is when he puts his iPod on in the bar and just starts jamming out. Closes his eyes. He's in a totally different world because he's drunk. That's a good time. That's a good that time to me. I don't know about you, but that's what I like for fun. Is hanging out and being drunk and listening to my iPod. And you're disgusting without drinking, so I mean, it all evens out. <laughs> what is that? What is that like? That fake laugh track? I, I, I love the laugh track. It's I don't. Great. I don't like it, especially when it's about me. Well, you know, I, I only hear the laugh track when I say something. That's why I dig it. Um, I oh, shot it. <laughs> Just shot it. Coming up, a lot of stories to talk about. There's a lot of stuff going on in the news, a Friday night show, so we plan on having a lot of fun. Obviously, a lot of tickets uh, to be given out this evening. Dubs, today was the greatest day in the world to me. Why is that? Found money. You know that feeling you get when you're putting on an old pair of jeans, you got something going on, you reach in, Jesus Christ, look at this. I got a $5 bill here. This is a five crisp $5 bill that I didn't even know I had, yet I reach into my pocket of these uh, these old Navy shorts I hadn't thrown on in about three months, and bam, there's another five. See, I, I hate putting on old jeans because they never fit anymore. And then I, I always think, have I gotten that much bigger? Yeah, have you, I put on that much weight? You have your tubby. Look at the pot calling kettle black. Please. Radio's Vin Diesel. How many times do I have to say it? <laughs> Obviously a lot. I'll keep saying it till you believe it. I'll tell you that now. But I, uh, but, uh, so anyway, you call me Mm -hmm. and you tell me this is the greatest day ever. Because here at Real Radio, um, in case you don't know, here in the hideout, brand new show, you probably figured that out. But we just moved from D.C. and we're in the middle of the moving process. We're in the middle of... The last paycheck from the last place and the first paycheck at this place. And so we did not think. Yeah, we figured the 15th of this month would be a very uh, dry day. Exactly. Because we wouldn't have checks coming in from either place at any point. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is you call me and you say, dude, we got paid today. And that was the greatest news that maybe I've ever heard. Because I I go to the uh, Publix. I had to pick mm-hmm. up some oranges, some bread. I'm literally living off of bread, oranges, and Red Bull. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, right that's now. basically uh, my diet's only Red Bull and uh, some free sandwiches that they have for snack day over here at the station. By the way, um, speaking of that snack day, because we heard about snack day yesterday for the first time, and you might as well have said they're giving out free sex because free food is probably the best thing ever, other yeah. than free sex. And usually there's not ever free sex. Or found money. Mm, found money. So you give me a, my paycheck today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, actually got a paycheck, and we just uh, started here Monday. So I, we figured we wouldn't be getting paid until the end of the month. And so I go to Publix today, and I throw down $31 on Red Bull, oranges, and bread. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, Jesus, 
how many oranges and bread did you get? $31 on just those three items is you grossly overspended. No, uh, overspent. And no, Whatever. I, I didn't. I'll tell you why. I was all Red Bull. It was. I bought two of the little four packs. That'll add up. At sixteen bucks, I'm thinking about going back on the diet pills for my caffeine fix. That or they got the great thing, the great machine around here. But I'm needing something, man. I'm dying over. It. Yes, Tuttle. You need ephedrine. Yes. That's what you need. I heard. I heard Shannon talking about that. It's back now, apparently. Yeah. We talked to a guy when we were in D.C. He wrote a book. Why is America so fat? And it's a great book. And it essentially lays out all the lies and the mistruths about ephedra and ephedrine. And basically saying, all that stuff's in Sudafed. All that stuff is in any cold medicine you could ever get. So why is it? That they didn't that they didn't want it in uh you know in these diet pills and the 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 misinformation about the guy the Orioles pitcher because I don't know how much you know about the Orioles pitcher Steve Belcher who died uh, allegedly from taking mm-hmm. this yes. stuff but how it, what ends up happening is people abuse it by not drinking enough water they rarely eat and they usually do not take the amount that's listed on the bottle. See that? That's what I always see when I say on when it says on there. I, I see, hey, don't eat it all, don't drink anything, and just take these hardcore, and you'll lose about forty pounds this month. And that's what I do. You're gonna die soon. No, I I balance it all out with a pack of cigarettes, and I'm good. <laughs> I'm not lying, to you dude. Dubs for a while was on this kick. He was living off of what were you thinking at the time? Trim Spa, Trim Spa, Trim uh. Spa. Pepsi and cigarettes. That was Dubs' diet for probably about three weeks. And I lost weight. What was your blood pressure like? I don't know. I I was too afraid to look. It was probably off the charts. And the other thing that you developed during this time, a nasty roid. You got a nasty roid during this time. (laughs) Yeah, I I did get quite the bad hemorrhoid from it. Because imagine when you're taking one of these things that limits your water, like your hydration, Mm -hmm. and you're not drinking water. The only water you get is from a Pepsi. And then you're smoking cigarettes. When he would go to the bathroom, I'll just say one word, gum. Yeah, it was tar. <laughs> okay, two words. Both of them equally descriptive as to what was going on with Jay. I left marks. Oh, That's I all I'm going to say. Oh, we don't need to know any of that. Yes, you do. You know, he's like a brick. Okay, that's fine. We're good there. That's that's all we needed to know, Jay. I can I can get into it more. I'm sure you can, but let's at least wait till ten. It's like birth. <laughs> You know, it, it felt great, though. I'll tell you that much. I that was the funnest time in my life. All right. So you are one of these people then where you uh, you like to be like a pregnant woman. You like to feel what it's like to give birth. Yeah, I really that that usually was my uh, my time where I could relax, look at the paper, just have a little good time in the in the in the stall. And I actually look forward to that every day around three thirty. I would sit down for a good 45 minutes. And have yeah, just have at it. And the it's thi- better than a sitcom. And the thing about this is, it was known that Dubs it was it had to be three thirty because the lobby stunk. Oh. Because Dubs again, we just went over the diet. Disgusting. It, the lobby stunk because it wasn't enough that J Dubs uh, would destroy the bathroom. He's also destroying the lobby at our old radio station. And you're not doing that here, are you? No, I I I I went once here, but I I'm not I'm, I haven't drank Pepsi in about three months, so it really has helped out with when I go to the bathroom. It's not as uh, uh, the, the nothing is the same. It's very buoyant now. You know, the only thing worse than your smell what is when Chunks walks through the lobby, oh. and then it's just disgusting. 
And, and that's actually from his body. And that's just like a little trail of hair, too, because you could tell everywhere Chuck's been, Chunks has been because his neck hair is like a little like he's uh, Hansel and Gretel. Hey, Chucks, speaking of you, um, last night at the end of the show, you earned a lap dance from the girls at Dancers Royale, specifically Asia, as they stopped into the hideout. Just beautiful girls. And this uh, this girl, Asia, gave you, I would say, the mother of all lap dances. Oh, she was rocking him. Speaking of smells, one word, chlorine. And you, you, what was your feeling as uh, as you left? Like it was in the last, I don't know, 20 hours or so since that lap dance ended. How you been? I've just been all calm and it's almost surreal. I, I like talking nice to everyone and just saying, hey, how are you doing? So How's you, your day? You're the way people, normal people are whenever they have sex. No, yeah. he's, he's more annoying than ever. You know, he did have this aura of, hey, I'm better than you. Did you notice that? Did you pick up on that total at all? Did you see? Oh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. He was telling me what to do earlier. Like, after the lap dance, he was like, hey, can you make sure you get the insert replay out of the studio? Okay, you know what? That's uh, number one, um, you there, Chunks. You were never to tell the hideout general manager what to do. I can't even. Dubs can't even. So yeah, for don't you, be barking orders. For you to try to go around and do something like that is just insane. Now, as you can tell listening here in the hideout, we have fake names. Um, it's, uh, I was not born with the name El Jefe, and the, either was Dubs. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a little game for these first pair of tickets to go see P-Funk. Uh, George Clinton and the Parliament Live at the House of Blues co- coming up on uh, Saturday the 23rd, 407-934-BLUE for ticket info. And the game is actually pretty simple. We're going to throw out some names. And are they stage names or are they real names? And if you can get two out of three correct... Then you end up uh, you end up being a winner. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one eight 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 nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Eddie, uh, English teacher Eddie, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, just want to let Dubs know that we do have night school available here. What's that? Um, well, in in a short period of time, first you corrected him on a little grammar problem, and then he reeled off with funnest drinking. Well, now, Dubs, here's the thing about J-Dubs. J-Dubs does not have to speak English no. correctly. J- no. In fact, if J-Dubs Please. ever were to begin speaking English correctly... There's I, nothing about the show that's proper. Why should my speaking be? I'd get worried. Dubs is here for jokes and ideas, not proper English. And, Dubs, I say you have uh, free reign to use any incorrect grammar that you would ever love to. And I will, often. I say this, over-under for the rest of the show? 30. S- 17. Ah. I'll go realistic, 17. We'll keep a tally. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. Uh, P-Funk tickets next with this game on Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout Friday night. Now, Huff and J-Dubs with you, Real Radio 104.1. Give it away. Tickets to go see George Clinton. P Funk House of Blues on the 23rd of Saturday night, 407-934-BLUE for ticket info. Or you can call these numbers and win tonight. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 if you have one of those singular wireless phones. Now, the thing about the hideout is we pride ourselves. No real names, no faces. It's a place where you can come in, you can feel safe, you can use something different if you want to uh, as far as getting on the air. And that way you can uh, feel free to exchange thoughts and ideas and not specifically be worried about any repercussions, um, that kind of stuff. That's why I go by El Jefe. 
Dubs uh, is Jay Dubs. Tommy Bateman is here. We got Tuttle, the hideout general manager. Uh, Darone is hanging out with us from SBK Live, uh, which you can hear tomorrow night right here on Real Radio. And there's always chunks, chunks to screen your phone calls whenever you dial it up. Now, speaking of real name, uh, stage name, Dubs has put together a little game show in which uh, you will decide, try to decipher. I'll throw out the uh, the name of a famous person, and you have to decide whether or not it's a real name or a stage name. What's always odd to me is when uh, someone has a stage name that doesn't seem like it should be a stage name. You know, it seems like uh, your run-of-the-mill name that really isn't anything flashy or any, any real ring to it. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your real name, J-Dubs? Do you want to give it out? Yeah, Justin Johnson. See, good for you. You don't it mind doesn't, that? It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you at all? No. See, mine is Alejandro Dominguez Jimenez. I thought it was Alex Cruz. No, that well, that's another one. That's another one of my real names as well. Let's go ahead and play this game, J-Dubs. Um... We'll start out with Ronzo. Ronzo, you get two out of three correct. You're going to see P-Funk, all right? All righty. All right, brother. Uh, whenever you get one correct, you will hear this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Incorrect, you'll hear this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's play the game. Real name, stage name in the hideout where you don't have to use a real name. Michael Keaton, is that a real name or a stage name? Uh, real name. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. Michael Keaton, actually, his real name is Michael Douglas. Okay. Now, do you think that was changed because there was probably already another Michael Douglas, or did they you know, break I th- the business? I think they came right around the same time, so... Ugh. What? Uh, but, okay. It, it was a magical night. Oh, you got that one wrong, but it's two out of three, so if you get the next two correct, Ronzo, you were going to be a winner anyway. All right. Keanu Reeves, real uh, name, stage name. Stage name. Oh, dear oh, I'm sorry, Ronzo. Thanks for playing. But that does open up a phone line, 407-916-1041. Keanu Reeves is his real name. Now, that one would have thrown me for a loop, too, because you think of all those names uh, between uh, Michael Keaton and Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves would definitely be the stage name. Now, he's he's like Asian or something, isn't he? Doesn't he have some sort of an Asian background, I thought? He might be like half or a quarter. I, I don't think he's more than that, though. All right, let's he looks ro- pretty white to me. Let's roll over to Craig. Craig, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. How you doing? Good, you? All right, man. You ready to play? Sure thing. Chris Christopherson. Uh, Christopherson, I mean. Real name, fake name? Uh, let's go real name. Yeah, Jesus Christ. There you go, man. One step closer to P-Funk. That is his real name. Next one, B. Arthur. B. Arthur. B. Arthur. Uh, stage name. Yeah, Jesus Congratulations. Christ. Right on, brother. The real name for B. Arthur is Bernice Frankel. And what's so funny, too, like, I know a lot of times, like, DJs and stuff will create fake names as if we have, mm-hmm. but... Most most of them do it just to uh, to be cool. Yeah, they're always just something real snappy and something they can that rolls right off their tongue. Like Mojo. Yeah. There's always a Mojo in town, or a uh... or a Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah, a Mad Dog's also a good one as well. But uh, congratulations, Craig. You're going to see George Clinton and the Parliament. Um, oh, on Keanu, by the way, he's a uh, part Chinese, part Hawaiian. And his mother is English, so nice. that's where that comes from. Uh, back to the Chris Christopherson thing. That was one thing that always annoys me is when someone makes the last name, uh, you know, their first name part of what their last name is. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I have Uncle John, John Johnson. It just doesn't make sense. You know, you, you, he was uh, great on Miami Vice. Do you call Don? Oh, Oops. I thought he said John. 
Now, did, was he ever called JJ or anything? Was anything I, I, was, like that? I was always JJ and that kind of stuff. I don't know about my uncle, but it, it always just bothers me when someone will thinks that a name shouldn't mean anything more than just you, something that rhymes. My name means nothing. It's just because my mom wanted everybody in the in the family to have J's right. for their first name. Do you wish you had a better name than Justin? I wish it meant something. Like uh, I know Chunks over there. His real name is Alex, and he's uh he's a um what is he? Douchebag. Uh, Italian. Yeah, he's Italian. But the the name he got from was like Scottish. Right. Maybe he wants to tell the story about it. He's on the phone. He's mm. too busy. What a douchebag. Jeff, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Are you ready to play? <laughs> yeah, I sure am. All right, here we go, man. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Real name, stage name. Let's say stage name. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is actually his real name. One more. Chuck okay. Norris. Chuck Norris. Real name, stage name. Playing in the hideout to go see the P-Funk. Uh, real name. Oh, Jesus I'm sorry, Brotherhood. The Chuck Norris's real name? Carlos Ray. What? He doesn't look Spanish of any sort. Why would it... Does it now, does that necessarily mean... Is he Spanish? I don't think so. Actually... I think he's Canadian, isn't he? Bateman, you know this. Is, he's got red hair. Is Nor- no, I'm sure it's dyed. I'm sure Chuck Norris dyes his hair. Is he, uh, is he Latino? Do you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. I, something tells me that he is, but I'm not 100% sure. I'll, I'll find out. I'm almost positive that he is. I remember hearing something like that, I think, that Chuck Norris was Latino, and I was like, wow, really? I know he is. He, Walker, Texas Ranger, though. He looks like, like a Canuck, you know? You think he's Canadian? I, it, he looks like it. He'd, He'd kick your ass if he heard oh, you say that. Whatever. Bring it on, Chucky. You're you're washed up. Just because just because you wrestled in Fowlerville, Michigan, uh, doesn't mean you could beat up Chuck Norris. I'm I'm not saying I can. I'm not saying I can't. Is there a famous person you wouldn't fight? A famous person I wouldn't fight. That you any any sports player. You don't think you could beat up a Barry Bonds? No, no way. I'd be like that kid that got killed uh, by his friend swinging a bat. Did you see that fight with Sheffield in the stands? I heard about it. I didn't get a chance to see it. Gary Sheffield, I could beat his ass. You think so? Oh, yeah. You've never been in a fight? I, it's because I want to hold back my strength. Look, I'm a big fan of the magic. Dwight Howard, I could take him. I got old man strength, and I'm only 27. You know how cool it is to have old man strength being 27 years old? Probably because you're becoming an old man. You're almost to that point of being 30, and then the old man strength starts to kick in, and all the uh, 18-year-olds are afraid of you. I've had old man strength since I was 12. Holding you down, probably. I, I've i also had a uh, spare tire since I was 11, so I don't know if that means anything. Susie Q, ladies first in the hideout on Real Radio. How you doing, sweetie? I'm having a good night, but you can make it better by those tickets. Well, I think you need to win first. It's very simple. Two out of three, real name, stage name. Uh, I want you to have a great night. I'm pulling for you, Susie Q. Here we go. Michael Landon. Michael Landon, real name, stage name. That's his stage name. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Eugene Orowitz is his name, Eugene Orowitz. Now I can see changing that one. Where do you get a Michael Landon from, though? How do you even come up with Michael Landon? He probably knew someone with the first name Michael and the last name Landon, just put them together. Eugene seems like a retarded name, doesn't it? Nah, I don't no? think so. I would go by Gene, though. I wouldn't go by Eugene. 
Yeah, Eugene, it seems like either a uh, farmer or a retard. That's only two things that can be named Eugene. All right, but you would say the same thing about Carl. No, Carl. Carl's fine. Carl can be an auto mechanic, too. All right, you got that one correct, Susie? Uh, yeah, I got that one correct. Did Didn't she, I? Did she get that? Yeah, you said stage name, right? Okay, here we go. Marlon Brando, real name, stage name. Oh, that's a stage name. Oh, Jesus Christ. Marlon Brando was born with that name, Marlon Brando. So here we go. It's coming down to this, Susie Q. Uh, if you get this correct, you're going to see P-Funked uh, on the 23rd over at the House of Blues. Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau. That's a stage name. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Congratulations, Susie Q. We just made your night in the hideout. What's his real name? Oh, you are sweetheart. <laughs> oh, you bet. And you are downed out. Um, Walter Matchkanskowski. You see, those ones I agree with. Hey, you change your name up because you're never going to get on a movie poster with with a na- back like uh, how would you, name like that. How would you say this? M A T U. S C H A N S K A U A S C K. It sounds Why? like a sneeze. That's what it is. I don't understand. Mathow. I could understand a Mathow if he wanted to go from there. We will have more P Funk tickets coming up before the end of the night, including Dave Attell tickets. But Dubs, you said you saw something. A uh, a bar in Florida is getting sued. Um. Yeah, one of the bars over in. Uh... Boynton Beach, I believe that's how you call how you say it. Um, a man suing one of the bars because he's a uh, admitted alcoholic, and the this bar served him and let him drive, and he got pulled over for a DUI. All right, more of that story coming up next, and some other frivolous lawsuits. It's a Friday night in the hideout with Ohefe and J Dubs, Real Radio 104.1. I push my fingers into my eyes. It's the I want to push my fingers into my eyes every time I hear weather. I never... It's not the weather. The weather's great. Like, the weather outside's great. It's just the person delivering it blows. Oh, man. All right, welcome back in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Half fan dubs on a Friday night with you. Is it just a weekend? You got any special plans for the weekend, dubs? Um, I'm, I'm basically just trying to nail down the uh, apartment I'm going to be moving into. And Did you get in? You got everything good to go? I like... believe I got everything good to go. And uh, we were talking about earlier, found money, and we didn't know we were going to get paid today, and we ended up getting a check. It's great for me because I put all my money today into uh, getting this apartment. So much so that I had uh, some money in my pocket, and I had to go deposit that into the bank to make sure I didn't bounce anything. You know that's the worst, man, because right now we're literally living by the skin of our teeth. Yeah. It's just uh, in between checks, in between jobs, uh, but we still want to be able to go out and party and things like that. And Actually, the worst thing is when you go to a – when you're afraid to break a 20. Yeah. When you're at the point in life where you're afraid to break a 20 – you just his things because you know going. that's the, just the last little bit of money you have for maybe a week and a half, two weeks. Could you imagine? Oh, if we didn't get paid today, I don't know what oh. I'm doing for the next two weeks. Yeah, I was I was worried. I'm gonna start eating uh, stuff like the crumbs out of my couch. Now we can uh, go buy some steaks, have a nice little cookout this weekend. I want go go taquitos. I was at the point I was afraid to get some go go taquitos. Now I'm gonna go get that in a Slurpee, and it's a great weekend. Go go get it. That's the way I'm living. Mary, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Mary. Hello. What's up? Hi. Um, I just wanted to ask El Jefe a question. You betcha. Um, I heard last night that uh, someone called in and asked him if 
he what what his nationality was and he said part Chicano or something like that. And uh I know he lived in DC or whatever. Did you ever live in California? Never lived in California oh. but I lived in Texas. I grew up in Dallas, Texas, uh Mary. Uh-huh. And I went to Texas Tech University, proud product. Um Tony Batti is no longer the biggest thing to come out of Texas Tech University and living in Orlando. It is now me. Right. And um but yeah, then I moved up to Michigan, that's where I met Dubs. But Chicano, because technically a Chicano, I don't know if you realize this, J-Dubs, a Chicano is a, an American Mexican. See, I never right. cared. <laughs> I, I never took much, uh, as much interest in it. Well, most of them come from California. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, you know, an American. Most of them, you act like they're dogs. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> most Mary. of them things come from California. But... Well, okay. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I think she no, agrees. no. I used to live in California, so I was just wondering if. So you had no Chicano, because I think I believe here in Florida, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's yes. mostly uh, a lot of Cuban, a lot of like Dominican, Puerto Rican, but right. not a whole lot of Mexicans. Exactly. Okay, so are you a white lady? Yes. Do Ooh, I do I yeah. scare you? No, you don't scare me. He I just wondered me. if maybe we knew uh, some of the same places in California or something. Oh like yeah, because all 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 Chicanos, we all know each other. I mean, right. We got this like underground network. It's called Mi Gente, uh-huh. and, and uh, we plot we plot uh, things against the man. Right. Mm-hmm. You should. And we exchange a uh, go-go taquito. Uh, but you right. know, well, the man well, is smacking down Florida, every time. Well, now you're in Florida, so it's probably go-go taquitos. Okay, yeah, that could be true, Mary. Thank yeah. you. All right, thank you. Well, I hope that cleared everything up. Well, okay. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't sound like it. What, what, what else do you want to know? Well, uh, okay, the other thing is, is I wanted to know if you guys are going to have, like, when you go on the Internet at 104.1, are you guys going to have an Internet place so oh, that we can go oh, yeah, on definitely. and see you guys? You know what? That's actually perfect, Mary. They just got it up today on realradio.fm. On the, oh, front, on, on the front page. Yeah, it's just kind of a basic thing to start off with, with uh, just some of the pertinent information you may need to get a hold of us. But yeah. we'll, we'll uh, build off of it from there. Yeah, I went on today, and you got, or earlier today at work, and you guys weren't on there. So. Wow, Mary doing a little research. You wanted to see what a Chicano looked like, right? Well, I wanted to see what um, El Jefe and, and Chunky, or Chunks. <laughs> Chunks chunky. looks, yeah. you can and, call him well, Chunky. And all of you guys, I wanted to see what you guys, you know, look like. Tommy Bateman, how would you describe yourself to Mary? Uh, practically a male model. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right on. Hey, did you ever go to the underground L.A. Biblioteca when you um, were in California? What? I don't know. No. Okay. No, me. but but anytime you guys ever have, like, um, some Sex really, game? have you guys ever been to Tijuana? I have not been. Dubs, have you? That's a I, good question. Tijuana, go. Have you ever been to Mexico, J-Dubs? No. Never in your life? Never going to. Why not? You wouldn't come back to the old country with me? Have you? It's not my old country. Like, I give a damn about it. I think you should come visit. The only reason I'd go there is for the cheap illegal drugs. All right, what's the furthest south you've ever been other than Orlando now? Um, well, I mean, I guess I've been to New Orleans and stuff like that. Vegas, maybe? Vegas and... All right, that's sad. you got to come back to the old country with me. No, I'm not going. Dude, you can get you, can get you you would get your ass kicked if you went back to the old country talking like you do. You, you have no little e- even inkling of your heritage. You could go back and you get a Coke for a quarter. I'd love that. And I'm not no no, I'm talking about Coca-Cola. Oh. <laughs> screw it. I can get I'll pay the extra 75 cents and be safe. No, it's not dangerous in Mexico. And the women are hot. You aren't selling me on it. Please. I'm telling you, it's just a great place to go. Um what was Well, if you ever um have like a the weirdest 
thing that's ever happened, like in Mexico, I have a story. All right, what, do you, what happened to you in Mexico? I'll tell you what happened to me when I was growing up. I'll get to your story in a second. Okay. Dubs, you said about this, how they wouldn't accept me. When I used to go back, because I grew up in Dallas, but we go to Mexico and we want one time for Christmas. And it was the worst thing ever going for Christmas because my cousins down there hated me because I was the quote-unquote rich white cousin. Even though I'm full-blood Mexican, they hated me down in Mexico because I had the quote-unquote... Don't call it Mexico. It's Mexico. I'm getting the good gifts because I got Transformers and G.I. Joes and they're getting chiclets. And I'm not lying to you. That really happened. What happened to you, Mary? Well... I lived in L.A., and, uh, you know, I grew up there um, in high school. But you could go to Tijuana, and you could drink legally at 18. So I went down there with two girlfriends when I was 18 years old, and we just started drinking, drinking, drinking. Of course. And, uh, Getting a little well, sweaty. went out of one bar, and... You can't go outside of the bar with, like, a drink in your hand, but I did. They throw you in jail? They threw us in the back of a cop car. Oh, in Mexico? Yeah. And we had, well, we parked our car at the border. All right, so this is two white girls. Three white girls. Oh, man. You know, that's a Mexican cop's dream. I know. But I, I, mean, I pray to You're the... digging your own grave by going over there. I have no sympathy. No, no way. I it's a safe place to oh, go. Oh, you don't even know. So we uh, we went over there and uh, drank our hearts out. And then when I went out of the bar with a beer in my hand, the cop scooped us up, put us in the back of a cop car, and we're all going, you have any money? I don't have any money. Did you? Did you? How yeah. long were you in, Mary? How long did they keep you locked up? Well... This is the funny thing. We went in the cop car, and we were all saying, oh, we don't have any money. Do you have any money? Because we thought we had to pay off the federales. Yeah. And so the funny thing happened is we were going down this back street in Tijuana, and this crazy girl, like a Mexican girl that lived there, started, like, going off. And they pulled over, told us to get the hell out of the cop car, and put her in the cop car. And as they pushed me out of the cop car, I fell straight on my face. You know and what? my friends are like, get up, get up. You got to start running at that. But we're up on a break, Mary. Um, you got lucky then. You got lucky there was some psycho running around the streets of Tijuana. Because three white girls in the back of a federale car, you'd be missing for years. At least until you were older. And they were done with you. I, you know, I feel bad for my people. It's such a corrupt, Why? It's such a corrupt government. It's a government created by the people. Corrupt people. That's wrong. No. You work with me. That doesn't give you the right to down uh, to uh, talk bad about my people. They aren't your people. I'm more of your people than they are. Never. Well, if that you, were, are, you are just as white as I am. Oh, then I'm about to put the gun in my mouth. Do it's, it. It's the hideout. Please. Real Radio 104.1. Nightmare. It's Mexican Radio. It's a nightmare. Welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'll have fan jobs with you. Jobs. Uh, yes, because you're jolly. <laughs> it's uh, it's a Friday night. About to meet Darone, who uh, helps out SBK on SBK Live on Saturday nights. 
And he was telling me that he teaches or he has taught a Jewish humor class. Like teaching how to make fun of? No. Oh. Please. I don't. Th- oh, well, maybe. I mean, I don't think so. Get, get, let's talk to Darone just for a second. You don't teach to make fun of, right? That's not how it works, is it? What's that? I just got my headphones on. You don't teach how to make fun of Jewish people. You like, What is the Jewish humor in the teaching thing? Jokes that are distinctly Jewish, not how to make fun of Jewish oh, people. Oh, well, I was going to sign up. You're going to have another customer. No, please. I'm sure. And by the way, I think we got enough of that with Tuttle during his uh, NASCAR report <laughs> earlier earlier this evening uh, on the Phillips file. I I got to know a little bit more about this, about the uh, the Jewish humor thing and how this works. Like, disti- give me one example. Give me one example of a distinctly Jewish joke. Well, like, I don't have a joke written out right now, but a lot of it is like you make fun of yourself. Really? That's a characteristic of Jewish humor. Yeah. All right. You know, I want you to come up with a set then. Can you come up with a set before the? Uh, yeah, but I can come up with one for you. All right. I want you to do like a little mini, like ninety second set. Since you teach since you teach Jewish humor, I want to hear Jewish humor. But I wasn't teaching them how to do stand up. Well, I want to hear stand up. I can try. I, I want to hear stand up. Yeah, I want to hear at least ninety seconds. I say ninety seconds of Jewish humor, and I think oh, could you do that by eight? I should be able to do that. Can right. you use the like the old Jewish man voice too while you do it? No, you don't do that. But that's not one of the. You that's don't ma- teach that. It's making fun of yourself, you know. No, that's but what... you don't teach that, do you? No. Do, do In I... fact, I can't even do a Jewish voice. Yeah. And I don't blame you. I don't. I don't know how to. Do, I don't even do a Mexican voice. I though. should be able to though, as a Jew, but I can't do it. Well, as a Mexican, I can't do one either. You can't do a Mexican accent. Mm-mm. I don't know. Let me hear it. All right, hold on a second. Hold on, let's try. Orale. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs. How's that? That's not bad, is it? It's terrible. It's it's more stereotypical than it should be. Really? Yes. Right, hold on a second. Let me try not to it's be... It's very uh, Cheech and Chong. Come on. Those are heroes. Um. Yeah, but that's so stereotypical. Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> you... I mean, is that too... Is that over the top? No, that's good. How's it going, man? How... Um, que pasa? Does that work? It's better. Nah. Better. All right, I want to hear the Jewish set. Maybe not by 8, but in the 8 o'clock hour. I'd like the 90 seconds of Jewish humor. I'll come up with something for you. From Daron. This is perfect. Now, Tuttle, this isn't going to be Tuttle's kind of Jewish humor, is it? Because Not Tuttle, at all. Tuttle's an anti-Semite. It, it appeared so when I was listening to the Phillips file, and I heard uh, Tuttle's Jewish humor. I'm not, an, I'm not anti-Semitic. I think he is. I, I, make, just, I make fun of everybody. Okay. But I, I heard. I was listening. <laughs> And it was, like, would you have been offended, Daron, if you had heard? I mean, uh, you heard Tuttle's thing on the Phillips file? If I didn't know Tuttle, probably. Hmm. Did you catch any flack over it, Tuttle? Oh, yeah, I caught I caught a little bit of flack. I, I wouldn't apologize because he, he, those are the wrong people to really piss off. And, and I didn't what do you mean, mean those to? are the wrong? What is that? <laughs> well, Jim, Mr. Phillips has got a lot of yank around here, man. Oh, okay, so you meant by the... Oh, the I crew. thought you meant the Jewish community. No, uh, yeah, I mean, they could shut a place down, too, man. I mean, Keep what? you out of the movies. I don't understand. I don't know what you're doing. They could march. Okay, I'm enough. How... I dumped out of that. Why? I'm just enough. <laughs> Dubs. It, I, but the whole collective. It's okay. Okay, it's, okay. There's nothing on you, but I just want to hear the Jewish humor. I want to hear that coming up. Remember from Tuttle. Tuttle. All right. How about we do this? Back and forth. 
How about we do a uh, a Jewish humor snaps, where Tuttle and Darone do snaps when it comes to Jewish humor. You know, like snaps, how it is yeah. whenever you're doing like your mom They're and one. Yeah. Oh, well, that snaps. Could you do freestyle, like a freestyle uh, rap battle, but like Jewish humor? <laughs> and what he's getting <laughs> kind of involved. Are they rapping? Whatever they want to do it. But is it my job to also make fun of Jewish people also? Yes. Okay. Why don't you make fun of the rednecks? All right. Yeah. I think we have something going on here, J-Dubs. I'm excited about this. Darone versus Tuttle. It's going to be a blast coming up a little bit later on in the hideout. Dubs, we're about to come up on a break. Mm-hmm. we got to get to your story um, of the uh, the guy. The, over was, in Boynton Beach who, uh, who went, got busted for drunk driving and is an admitted alcoholic and is trying to sue the bar that served him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I are going out a little bit later on yeah. tonight. We're going to go hang out with Savannah. She's out at Cairo this evening uh, from 11 to 1 with the uh, Bra and Panties contest. What are the chances we could get Chunk Stanner? I know he needs Ron panties. I know he needs some cash, or could he at least MC? Do you think he could do something like? Uh, I think maybe if he was wearing brown panties while he was doing it. Do we need to make That'd a be quick, sexy? Do we need to make a quick run by Walmart to see if Chunks can get his stuff together? I think that's the only place that carries his size. We're doing that or a Lane Bryant. Either one of those, I think, will have Chunks' size when it comes to brown panties. I'm just wondering if anything can hug that flat, fat ass. Chunks has the fattest but flattest butt I've ever seen in my life. Why are you staring at his ass? Because it's mesmerizing. You know where we could go for him? Like um, like one of those alternative stores. What do you mean? Like alternative lifestyle? No, like a Hot Topic or oh, something. Oh, okay. Yeah, they always have like the oddly shaped people. And he could get like a, like a corset or something like that. He really does need that. He needs something to give him figure. Let's take a break. We'll come back. The Jewish rap battle. And um, and more in Dubs' story next. All in the 8 o'clock hour with the hideout on Real Radio. You're listening to the hideout. Real F.A. Real Radio. 104.1. Real Radio. 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Ohio fan J-Dubs. Excited, David Tell tickets coming up before the end of the night. David Tell going to be at the Hard Rock Live Friday the 22nd. It's at 8 o'clock, uh, the, uh, is that a week from tonight? Yeah. Today's payday. Damn, I love the fact that today is payday, J-Dubs. Nothing makes me happy. Especially when we weren't expecting it. Oh, yeah. Again, the found money. There's nothing better than found money. Um, I got an email, by the way, J-Dubs, uh, lhafe at wtks.com. We have a little page up on realradio.fm, but um, this goes, are you guys going to put pics up on the site, or do we have to guess what you look like? New fans are interested, signed Whitney, and the pictures will eventually be up there. Yeah, it just takes a few minutes to get everything. But the best way to do it up is to come hang out with us tonight. We're going to join uh, Savannah at her gig at uh, Cairo. And I know SBK said he's going to come and hang out, so we're going to have just about a little bit of everybody representing out there at Cairo tonight. So that's one way to do it up, uh, joining us after the show uh, at 11 o'clock out there. And I also know that uh, I believe it's Russ and Jim from the Monsters are out at the Predators game right now, too. Oh, cool. Uh, if you always want to participate, feel free. No problem. It's uh, very simple to do so. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. 
Coming up tonight, um, we have a rap battle. I was talking to Darone about it because Darone, he helps out on SBK Live, the Saturday, uh, um, SBK Saturday night show, and he said he teaches Jewish humor at a local school. So I think what we come up with, Dub, so that it doesn't get too offensive, Yeah, he will do Jewish humor, okay, and Tuttle will do redneck humor, and you and I can decide what we like best. Do we like the Jewish kind of self-deprecating humor? Because that's what he was telling me it was during the commercial break, or the redneck humor. Now, redneck humor comes from Tuttle. There's no telling. There's no telling what's going on there. George, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, good evening, guys. How's it going, George? Hey, buddy. Real good. Hey, I got a real good one that's real simple. It's real clean and all this stuff, but it's kind of funny, you know, and it's a story based out of uh, one of the Gospels. Okay. You remember when uh, uh, the crowd came uh, chasing the woman and all who was accused of adultery and all? No, I wasn't there. Oh, well, Jesus uh, heard the crowd saying, hey, she's been accused of adultery, and the rules is that she's got to be stoned. And then Jesus said, well, if he who is without sin cast the first stone right well instead uh you know all of a sudden this gigantic boulder falls from the sky out of nowhere and then jesus looks up and said gee thanks dad (laughs) 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 oh my god i got it george thank you david tell watch out thank you very much (laughs) um beat it i need a drink (laughs) dubs Speaking of drinks, we were talking about we are going to be out earlier at one. Somebody was uh, out drinking and driving, I guess? Yeah, over in uh, Boynton Beach, a man was drinking and driving, and uh, the bar that served him, uh, he's trying to sue now because he got picked up for a DUI. He's an admitted alcoholic and is trying to sue the bar that served him the day that he was picked up for drinking and driving. What? Yeah. Okay, so he is he's he's an admitted alcoholic. Or yeah, he, he knows he has the vice. And he knows probably he would have gotten it no matter who sold it to him. You know, he would have went to a store and bought it. So, he, but this is this is what this cat's doing. He's trying to get out of trouble. Yeah, he's trying to uh, push the blame onto other people. And it's this whole thing. Nobody wants to be responsible for what they for their own personal actions. And this uh, this story is very new, but already other people are picking up on it. Uh, people are you know starting to kind of mimic what he's doing and trying to deflect their own vices on other people so they have a vice and now they're going to sue others for their vice yeah. to kind of deflect the uh, the attention away from like them. michael jackson he's in the news and now he's uh, brought up a lawsuit against uh, one of the store clerks who sold him the dr seuss books okay <laughs> i get it because he's a kid toucher exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right good chunks gets humor yeah i you know what i heard i heard chunks is suing the person who sold him that medium t-shirt Hmm. Oh, I get it, because he's fat. Yeah, because he's fat, and he should be wearing double X's. Actually, uh, Scott Peterson has brought up a lawsuit, and he's suing the pastor who uh, allowed him to marry. Ah, because his wife was a bitch. No, she wasn't. What? A slut? No, no she was... murdered. Yeah, because he, he murdered her. her. And, but... and maybe he doesn't get humor. <laughs> I don't think he does. I don't think he understands what jokes are. Um... By the way, did you see the? Have you seen the Scott Peterson movie? No. Oh, it's great. What do you mean? The, a movie he made himself, or no, a movie made about it? It's a movie like on USA or something. The Scott oh, wow. Peterson is movie. Is that the one with Dean Cain? Yes. And Dean Cain. Dean Cain. That is a perfect uh, cast for him. It's a dead ringer. And so I'm sitting here and I'm watching this flick, 
And you look at Scott Peterson. I know everybody's talked about Scott Peterson before, and you read the news stories and stuff. But to see it in movie form, to see how much of a douche this guy was, uh, first of all, in his wife and him killing his wife. Yeah. But then secondly, with him... Is that how it ends? Yes. And you just ruined it. Why would you go ruin a movie? But it it happens, and it turns out he would, like, keep calling Amber Fry. Mm -hmm. Crying. Right, exactly. He'd keep calling Amber Fry, crying, saying, I want to come over. Like, the night they found the body, he was like, baby, I want to come over, and I just need to be with you, and I just need to hold you. Well, he needed something to get his mind off of it, and he thought maybe hitting the skins would have done it. Oh, there's nothing. I can I can imagine that. There's nothing like taking your mind off of uh, anything going on by by slapping some skins. Definitely. By doing the dirty. By knocking the bottom out. Speaking of doing the dirty, Paris Hilton is now suing too, as well. She's uh, copied this whole Daytona, uh, uh, Boynton Beach guy who's suing the bar for serving him. Uh, Paris Hilton, she's suing the guy who sold her the video camera. Because she's a whore. Yeah, now you're getting back to the jokes. Now you understand why she would be suing. Now Chunks is starting to get what's going on. All right, if this is all true then. Are there any truth to the rumors that President Bush is suing his college speech professor? You know, that just popped up. There's not a whole lot of sources that are supporting it, but I believe it's true. And why do we give that president a hard time? I mean, come on. J-Dubs is a uh, a radio host, and he doesn't know the English language. Yeah, but I'm yeah, I'm a, I'm not a good radio host. You know, I'm just I'm just a guy sitting in a booth. I'm not even allowed in the big booth. I have to sit over here in this thing. You you sit in the illiterate booth. Yeah. That's your booth over there. It's uh, I can't think tank over here. Oh, what else is uh? So, now speaking of the bar. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? I have to drink water because I'm driving you guys around. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Designated driver. This son of a bitch needed a designated driver. Self-described drunk is suing a bar because uh, he says they knew he was drunk. Is that what it was? He says that they served him uh, uh, way over his limit and then allowed him to go drive afterwards. Mm-hmm. There's no personal responsibility here. Kind of like Bill O'Reilly, who uh, just uh, brought up a lawsuit against his long-distance phone carrier. Okay. I don't think he, that's because he ended up doing the phone sex. Yeah, thing. well, he's a big fan of the phone sex. And what is it about him? They How... should, he, they, he said that they shouldn't allow him to call anybody at all because they know it's going to be perverted. And just ignorant. I say that's the other thing, too. I think they should shut off the phones on his uh, show, too. Right. Jackson, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. That's it, right there. Jackson. Oh, sorry, guys. What's sorry. up? Sorry, I'm, I'm catching a plane, so I just wanted to get the uh, luggage over here. Oh, so. cool. That's uh, all right. That's, um, Multitasking. So. You were talking about the, the cases against bars? Yeah, absolutely. This um, uh, this guy thinks he's got a case because other other bars have been sued and have lost lawsuits where a uh, a person gets drunk goes out and gets in a car accident and hurts somebody and the family of the people or the or the person that gets hurt will sue the bar for serving the guy what what they don't understand is that there was no bodily harm here at all so there's nothing the bar is not responsible for anything it seems like he's mad because he got a DUI so he's pissed that the bar let him drink to the point that he would get a DUI yeah, but the, but the point is, from a legal standpoint, you can't do anything. To, nobody can do anything to make you commit a crime. Right. So, so in the, from that standpoint, there's there's they've got no shot at doing at doing he's doing the bar. He's Jack- gonna make some headlines. He's gonna you know. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna get his name out there, but that's about it. 
Exactly. You know what? He might get some interviews and stuff like that to help pay for those fees, but that's going to be it. Uh, Jackson, you an attorney or something? You seem to know a lot. Are you on a bar or something like that? Uh, no, I've, I've worked in uh, the legal. I'm not an attorney, but I've, I work in the legal industry, and I have for a long, long time. And, you know, I'm just telling you, it's, you know, it's just not going to happen. I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, like, here's a great example. You you go out tonight. You guys get just plastered. Oh, we will. Uh, and then, and then you know, you're not going to do it, but let's say you just jump in your car. You jump in your giant oh, SUV. Oh, we will. You jump in your giant SUV. You drive down I-4. I think we're going to do it in the actual real radio van. Yeah, we're going to do it the white side. There you off. go. You, you, you do it in the real radio so van. And, and guess what? If, if you guys hurt somebody, the people that you hurt will have a lawsuit against the bar pursuing you. Uh, oh. You, you will not have a lawsuit against the bar for because they they ah they I gotcha you, you see what I'm saying as long as so, no one's able to sue the radio station we got to take the van yeah the bar is responsible for cutting you off to protect the public not to, not to protect you I got gotcha. you hey thanks for cleaning it up man appreciate no that no problem guys now I feel like I could go and uh, and drink heavily and at least ride a bicycle yeah. At least. You know, you can get in, you can get busted for that, though, too, if, uh, if a cop sees you driving a, a riding a bike drunk. Oh, I'm fast. Oh, I could outrun. Yeah? On a bike. Please, I look like Vin Diesel. You don't think I can ride a bike fast? <laughs> Nick, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? Uh, two things. First off, J-Dubs, are you in Dirty Jim's booth? Yeah, I think so. You should sue Dirty Jim for painting your booth. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Second thing, uh, with the DUI thing, the bar has the legal right to call the cops. Like, if you go to a bar every night and get drunk, they are bound by law to call the cops and say that you're at risk for DUI. Oh, does that happen around here? I mean, will, will bars actually call? Oh, man. Yeah. Dubs, what, do you remember the old days? Let me ask you, Nick. Do you remember the old days where you'd be driving around with your dad and he'd say, hey, hand oh, me yeah, another definitely. beer? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my dad always had a beer in his hand while he was driving. I'll tell you this, too. He still does a lot of the times. My first taste of beer came with my father when we were driving around in Dallas in his yellow Camaro. You remember they had those? Oh, that's that's, not, what, what that's I not stereotypical. I know. All right, fine. But it didn't have T-tops. But he had a the, the beer holder, you know, those little things you you'd like would put in mm-hmm. the window? And he handed me, I guess it was his Bud Light or whatever, Budweiser, and I drank it, and that was my first taste of beer. Maybe I was like 9 or 10. But that was in the car. My first beer ever was while driving in a car. Did you ever have that, Nick? No, my first beer wasn't driving in a car, but he'd always make me drive when I was 11 or 12 years old when he'd have a little bit too much to drink, and he'd have a beer in his hand while I was driving. Oh, all right. Maybe you got the greatest dad ever. Yeah. Your dad was not only drinking, he was teaching his son how to drive. World's yep. greatest dad. Thank you, Nick. No problem. 407 I used to work at a Dunkin' Donuts, and I worked the overnight shift, and uh, these uh, these people would always come in in the middle of the night to get coffee and donuts that were just plastered. Like at about 3 a.m. after the bars were closed and everybody was heading home, these guys would be just uh, dead drunk, you know, and they'd come in and they'd get their coffee and whatever trying to sober up. And I would be BSing with them, and they would say, I'd say, hey, uh, so have you had a few to drink tonight? Did you go out and partying? Oh, man, more than a few. 
I'd say, is this all I need to know? My friend would run out there, write down the license plate number. I'd be on the phone right when they left telling them which way. That's a dick move, man. Calling the cops, telling them which way they went. That's a dick move. That's not even cool. (laughs) And I'd be rolling on the ground laughing because I just know I ruined someone's year. It's not ruining someone's day. It's ruining someone's year. And see, that's why it's a dick move, because you weren't doing it in the public interest. You were doing it to ruin somebody's year. Yeah. You're an ass. (laughs) I know I ruined about, about... Probably a half dozen to a dozen people's years. <laughs> you suck so bad. It's awesome. It's the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, let me see your devil horns. Red Rocker. Uh-huh. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs. Man suing a bar on the beach because he got pulled over for a DUI. Yeah, and he's uh, kind of pushing the blame onto them. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, or Star 1041 if you have uh, one of those singular wireless phones. Those are great. Mm-hmm. Best ever. Bill, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Bill? Hey, how you doing there? Good, brother. Hey, this whole thing about drinking and driving, it's, it's illegal, and I certainly don't want to get anything. I don't want to do anything to get into trouble. So rather than drink and drive, I drink, then I drive. So you figured a way around it. Yeah. Absolutely. A loophole, if you will. You know what? (laughs) From now on, you call in as Bill the Problem Solver. Thank you. You got it. Thank you, Bill. We're kidding, by the way. Pat, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Pat. 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 Pat Tard. Pat Tard. (laughs) Why is everything with you (laughs) Tard? I don't know. You throw a Tard on the end of any name, it's great. L Tard. Chunk Tard. Chunk Tard. That's your new name, Chunk Tard. You poor baby. Look at him. It's so funny because his head just bobbles there. All right, see what's going on with Pat. In the meantime, I'm going to talk to Cece. Cece, you're Hi. in the... Hey, Cece. What's up? You're in the hideout on Real Radio. Oh, I, a Texas girl has to talk to a Texas boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody sounds like they shouldn't be getting in a car. Um, no, I'll be good. I'll behave. <laughs> are you, uh, you, uh, you a little wasted this evening, sweetie? No, I'm, I'm getting ready. <laughs> getting ready what? To get wasted or stoned? I'm or? getting ready to go out and go dancing and what kind hopefully, of... hopefully get into some trouble. Uh, what kind of uh, dancing are you going to do? Mm. If you mean trouble car accident, I'm really hoping. <laughs> where where will you be dancing this evening, Cece? Well, let's what see. Club? I'll be going and hitting the clubs. I like to go dancing when I'm not If I bring a 20 involved. over, do I get something? Can we put a dollar in the happy place? <laughs> Cece, so uh, you're from Texas, huh? Uh, as, you uh, betcha. As I am. How old are you, sweetie? I'm in my 40s. Nah. I know. So, that's but, right. so you're ready to party then. Well, I, I am. I'm an experienced partier as well as I'm a singer. You're not getting knocked up anymore, me. so it's great. That's right. Not anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> when was your hysterectomy? You, so you can sing? Not soon enough. Yep. <laughs> what kind of singer? I wish your mom had one. What, what I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a blues singer. Let me hear some of the blues, baby. What are you sad about tonight? <laughs> Looking in the mirror. <laughs> Life in general. <laughs> what, what, what kind of blues do you want? You want standard blues? Uh, I want to hang yourself blues. Something sassy? <laughs> yeah, real sassy. Something sassy? Okay. I'm not your roadside attraction, and you can't ride me no more. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Awful. Worse than the weather. <laughs> You're amazing, Cece. This is all I ask, You're sweet. amazingly ugly. What do you look like, cutie? What do you I'm look gore- like? I'm gorgeous. 
What do you give? You look like anybody that uh, we would recognize if there were like famous. Mm, well, of course I have dark hair. No. You know, yeah, a, well, a, I can a tell. little Chicano women, you know. Oh, Chicano lady. Mm -hmm. oh, well, that killed it for me. She oh, looks like Dick Clark. <laughs> Come on, be nice. <laughs> Wash it like a bug. All I can ask is that you show up, uh, we're going to be out at Cairo, and that you dance with Chunks tonight. We're going to be mm. out there. That, sound, mm. that sounds like a great time. Now, Chunks, uh, he put up, because he screens all of the phone calls, he says, Cece from Texas wants to say hi. Sounds hot. Would you, do you want to talk to Chunks for a second? Chunks? Oh, I, I'll, I'll talk to Chunks. Chunks, why don't you uh, see if you can work your game? You said you were saving up all the sex for Orlando. You know what? You know what? I, you know what I really like about you? You got a pretty laugh. Oh, thank pretty you. annoying. She's pretty a annoying. I, no, I'm nice. All right, Cece. Well, I tell you what, sweetie. We'll holler at you. We'll see you tonight at Cairo. Yeah, okay? we'll holler at you when you're on the corner tonight. <laughs> You have to holler because she's so old. What? <laughs> what? Why can't you be nice to our female friends? We are. Are you saying that was a dude? Hmm. How dare you? <laughs> probably, dude would probably be better looking. Will you please be nice to her? That's going to be my date tonight. All right, beat it, skank. Have a nice day. Is All that right. better? All right, you know what? Cece just got a hold of me on the instant messenger, said she's not going to be able to go out. Her uterus just fell out. <laughs> So I don't know if that's going to be sort of an issue or anything. What was funny it was just dust. Like she was a mummy. <laughs> you know, it's like sand, and then it all comes together, and it forms Cece. <laughs> uh, she just wants to go out and party on a Friday night. Don't all the way? Can't, Dubs, do you feel like maybe at some certain age you shouldn't go out and party anymore? Are you being like at like an age discrimination kind of cat or what? Well, I mean, I you won't find me at some bars after like the age of 30. In and fact, you can go to one of those uh, sit-down sports bars probably. But you don't think like a CC who's in her 40s should be able to go out and dance? Well, I mean, they have those older clubs for you. They don't have older clubs. Yeah, they, good, like, they play jazz and stuff. Have no, fun. man. If she's still into... Put on your dancing shoes, baby. If she's still into Britney Do the ragtime. She should be able to do whatever she wants. Yeah, she can, but expect to be made fun of. No. See, and here's the thing about J-Dubs. He has this fear of getting old. He's only 24. Dubs and I, about six months ago, went to go see Marilyn Manson when we were uh, up in D.C. Dubs ditched me at the show because he said he felt, looked around the crowd, and he felt old as if he were... At a quote-unquote rat concert, which there's nothing wrong with, but you you felt like we were watching some sort of a hair band. Yeah, it really felt that way. I was at the show with you. We went there. I was looking around. We were one of the very few people that had bracelets that could buy beer, and it, it just I saw braces. I saw you know prepubescence all around me, and I was like, you know what? This is just odd, and I shouldn't be here. So I'm gonna go home. So the crowd to you then was very young. Yes. Hmm. You know, it, it just didn't, it seemed like I was the old guy at the party. So did you feel that way, like, um, when we when we would go out around town, like the last couple of times we've been here no, in Orlando? No, no, it seems like uh, the, the crowd around here is right around our age. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like, you know, because I, I looked at a lot of people at the uh, Marilyn Manson concert, and it looked like they had school the next day. It looked like they, like they had to go uh, to homeroom in the morning. Like they would be in line? Yeah. To, uh, like, they're, like they're really looking forward because tomorrow's pizza day. Pizza and corn. Yeah. That's what they're going to get tomorrow on the lunch line. Hot lunch. Did you have hot lunch? Oh, yeah. 
Your mom's a janitor, so did you get free hot lunch? No, but what we got for free was, uh, you know, they'd always have, like, the uh, pre-made lunches with, like, the subs and all that kind of stuff. When it passed expiration date, we, my mom would bring those home. Lucky. Really? Because they were still good. There was no mold, no uh, nothing sour on it. It was all great. So, like, potato salad and stuff, too? Yeah, potato salad, uh, the uh, just the... Uh, the the subs, the cold subs, those kinds of things. We'd get those, uh, uh, the yogurts. So would she go into the refrigerator and take them, or would she get them out of the dumpster? Cause your not, family... not the dumpster, but the trash, yes. They didn't make it all to the dumpster, because my mom's the one that had to take them from the trash to the dumpster. And they're all in the uh, the nice uh, uh, plastic, plastic containers. So they're fine. So your family lived off of the old food from the Fowlerville School District in Michigan. I wouldn't say lived, but thrived, yes. Would you ever sell it to your friends? Would you make a killing on Hibbert Street? Here, no. here. Hot dogs. No, I mean, I, I shared the wealth. I never made any money off of it. If anybody wanted to come over and have a nice turkey sub, they were allowed to. Ah, that was a Friday night in Fowlerville. Oh, yeah. You kidding me? Lucky. Sitting there watching uh, TGIF and eating free subs from the middle school. That expired last week. They, they, I mean, there's only like one or two days after expiration, and you know the expiration is just last day it can be sold, not the last day to be eaten. Exactly. That's what. That's always been my thing with expiration dates. It's only the last day it can be sold, not eaten. You still have a good three weeks after that. And you wonder why you go to the restroom and it's like gum. I'm sure that's all out of me by my, now. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> no. I'm sure it's all. Fifteen years of eating expired food. You don't think. Not in my system anymore? I think it's still in your veins. I think somehow it's your bones are now made up of it. Let's take a break. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Weather brought to you by Thurston's Premier Auto Center and Thurston's Auto Center in Claremont. Tonight's low, 53. Tomorrow's high, 74. It's going to be sunny. That's great. Real Radio 104.1. Three seconds this time. Oh, crap. It's the hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. They're afraid of the almighty uterus. Almighty uterus. 104.1. Real Radio. 104.1. Would you guys sit around in Fowlerville eating uh, week-old subs from... uh, the middle school that your mom brought home as the janitor, she got out of the trash listening to the cars. I would I would eat at any time. I would eat on a boat. That was a Friday night. I'd eat on a boat. What? <laughs> Welcome back to the hideout, Road Radio, one hundred four point one. Now, Dubs, you were talking about people being too old to go out and party. Yes. Ashley, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey guys, how's it going? How's it going, Ashley? Good. I'm enjoying the show. Welcome to Florida. Hey, we appreciate it. Thank you. I just had a question since you guys are a little younger than I am. How mm-hmm. old is too old to be going out and partying? It depends on where you're going. Where you? Okay. What kind of clubs are you hanging out at? Um, any of the ones downtown. I'll tell you this, Ashley. I don't think there is a too old. I, in fact, I remember being at a Coyote Ugly at one of our gigs that we did, Dubs. There was a man there who had to be probably 82. He had a cane and a walker. <laughs> I'm not lying. He was the hit of the party. 
because he was the butt of the joke. But he he didn't care. He was out there yeah, having If a you blast. don't care, go. If you don't care if you're going to be kind of the butt of the joke, go. Here's well, see, this is, this is my problem. I don't want to be the butt of the joke, and I want to know when I'm going to start getting How old are you? At. I am turning 30 this year. Oh, I think you have a good uh, five to ten years. Before oh, oh, I do. I still. I mean, I, I don't. You know, I don't have the feathered hair and the fishnet top you like they did in it. the eighties. You really should start. And you know what? Here's. I think Ashley, you described it perfectly. As long as you're going out and not dressing as if it were your heyday. <laughs> but don't dress too hip either. I don't want you out there. Uh, I don't want to see some old guy with a big clock around his neck. I, like yeah. his flavor flavor. Yeah, no reason to go out in hammer pants if your time was ninety three. But. You do what you do is you kind of go and you fit in. Ashley, I don't think I don't. To me, there's no problem. Let me ask you this, Ashley. Would you still okay. go, would you still go to a house party at the age of 29? I would go to any party at the age of 29. And I'm with you. I'm. And I am usually mm. the one that helps with the party. Also, you would go to like a college house party at your age. Well, I don't you, know about a college. The, I don't know about a college house party. But would any of us at 24 or however, however old you guys are really enjoy a college party at your age? Well, Hefe actually does enjoy those, and I told him it's kind of inappropriate. Yeah, Ashley, because here's the situation. I went to it wasn't a college house party. Yes, it was. It was. It was about. It was people that were like 25 to 26 having a house party. I went out to the house party. I would go to that. Why not? Of course. But yeah, that, I'm, I mean, I would go to that. I, if you're talking 18, 19, 20-year-olds, then no, I, don't, I just don't have the interest in that anymore. But I'm all about drinking and dancing and having a good, a good time and maybe taking my clothes off. Oh, we want to see you tonight, then, because we're going to be out at Cairo. Go win some money with the brawn pants. Why wait till then? Come up right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's perfect. Why don't you come up in your going out clothes? Dubs will make fun of you, and you and I will uh, have dance. Exactly. We'll, we'll dance. You and I will. Screw Dubs. I'll tell you this about J-Dubs. You don't get to know this, too. Dubs hates everybody, and he'll goof on anything. He makes fun of me constantly. Well, because I hate you. And there's nothing, hey, and there's nothing to me to uh, make fun of. I well, there, <laughs> is a, there is a certain element of fun, of, of you know, making fun of other people. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe I do make fun of you because you're such a big workout guy. Shut up, I am. <laughs> okay, I don't like the, the I don't like the soundtrack, the laugh track that's going on back there. Ashley, well, uh, maybe we can party tonight at uh, Cairo. We'll see you then, baby. Thank you. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. See, I don't like that about you, Dubs. You're too ju- you're too judgmental. I'm not judgmental. I mean, I I just know if I was in that situation, what I would do. Because you because I know how I would uh, how I feel about those people. Because you have a self esteem thing. No. Because you don't want to be made fun of. I don't mind being made fun of. You don't. Wanna I get be, made fun of all the time. You don't want to be the old guy at quote unquote at the bar. But why ask for trouble when you don't need it? What's the trouble? I mean, if you want to get made fun of, because you know there are people out there that will make fun of you. If you don't want to get made fun of, then don't go. Why am I going to live my life according to the douches who are um, who have no self-esteem, who are going to make fun of other people, who are if just trying to go out and have a good time? Them, if you don't care about them, which obviously you do, that's why you're so concerned about it. I just hate that's the only way you can be happy. Making fun of me and Ashley when we're out partying at the bar. You make fun of me all the time. You shut up, big boob freak. No one's talking to you. Ass. And by the way, uh, what are you going to wear that medium shirt out to Cairo tonight when we go out? It's not a medium. It fits like one. It's an extra ass. Extra large? Yes. It's an extra ass. Oh, man. It's got one of those, too, apparently, according to all of our other friends. Oh, speaking of you, Chunks, 
I got an email at elhafawtks.com. Damn. Comes from Paul. He mm, wants, I got this email, too. He goes, is Chunks really gay? Because if he's a bottom, I'm a top. No! You want to be his bottom? And I said, yes, he is. I replied, call in. He'd love for you to go to Cairo with him. And so uh, he just... Or is he likes to call it Byro? Hmm. So oh, that wasn't... Whatever. So... <laughs> So Paul has ended up saying, yes, uh, ha, 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 I'll think about it, since Trunks is a bottom and I'm a top. I'm not gay! I will call in, but I don't want to embarrass myself. Well, ironically, Paul, we're going to have a game coming up that I think would be perfect, and your calling in could end up winning you David Tell No, it can't. He is an embarrassment. How is he an embarrassment? What? Because. No. I'm not gay. It's obvious I'm not gay. Oh, it's, it's obvious. Huh? I don't dress well and I'm fat. All right? So you, you're the, obviously the gay one, Mr. Slaybed. Bruce Valanche, he doesn't dress well, well and he's true. fat. Well, I, I guess I see your point. There. I'm Radio's Vin Diesel. Your radio's <laughs> Bruce Valanche. <laughs> yeah, you are. Good job, Triple X. <laughs> Shut up. Turn his, turn his mic off. Who told him he could participate or laugh? Or even be here. Isn't it time to send him home? Sir Gary the Prophet, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, Jamie, how you out tonight? Hey, buddy. So you want to put on Real Radio 4.1, very tiny, very informative. Thank you. We are. It's been very informative. We've learned tonight that JW, JW wouldn't make fun of Sir Gary the Prophet if he no, wanted to. No, he's a cool guy. All right, good. I just want to make sure that there are definitely some boundaries that you set for yes, yourself. Sir. <laughs> sir Gary the Prophet, do you still go out to the bars? No, I don't ever go to bars. I just go... go uh, in stores and buy sodas all the time. Favorite soda? What is it? If you had to pick, a uh, Diet Coke. Oh, that's a good one. You're a good one. That's a good one, there, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sure. You uh, you didn't call yesterday so that you could cleanse us of our sins. I thought you were going to do that at the end of every show. And last night was the show we needed it because we had uh, yes, sir. We had dirty girls in here dancing. Yes, debauchery. Do you think maybe you could cleanse us now? Uh, I can pray for you. That's all I can do. That's all we need, man. We need nothing but prayers. Yes, sir, Anna. I'm a New Hope Property Baptist Church on Miller and Dillard Street every Sunday morning at 10.30. We're a good Blanchard's pastor, dinner on the ground for 12 to 1 and public's invited. All right. Sir, Sounds you, good. Sir, Gary the Prophet, go see him Sunday. We appreciate it, bro. Thank you. God bless you. Have a good, good weekend. Oh, man, I hope so. I, I wish we could just record back here. Just listen to this. This, this is the phone call he's, he's talking on right now. He's just like, I'm no, not gay. That's not true. I like women. <laughs> no, vagina. <laughs> This is all I can hear back here. It's great. Is that what's going on? Is that why phones are getting answered? Because people are calling, and they're not getting picked up. All I hear is, why would you say that? Who said that? <laughs> I'm not gay. And it's okay if you are, man. It's not that big a deal. You're a radio bottom. Whatever. We're all here to have fun with each other. Ew. You in certain different kind of ways. Dubs, let's take a break. We'll come back. We still have these David Tell tickets to give away, and um, it's just it's a it's a fun Friday night in the hideout tonight as uh, Central Florida is getting ready to go out and party. Dubs, speaking of like old people going to the bar, when is it? Like when do you get to the bar? Can you tell an old person going out and partying because they're the one like there at seven thirty, eight o'clock? See, I prefer to go there before it gets too crazy. I like to go there, and right when it starts getting really crazy, I like to leave. What? Mm-hmm. I get there at seven and leave at ten. 
You are really an old, you're an old person. You're like an old man in your little body there. I am. I don't like, I don't like too much trouble. Cauliflower, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi. Now I'm hungry. I was um, calling to say um, I'm 29, mm-hmm. and when I used to go Sorry. to the clubs, like between 16 and 22, whenever we'd see an older guy, we were grossed out. See? I'm telling you, you're going to yes. get these kinds of people that see these people out of the bar, and they're going to think, oh, man. But cauliflower now you wouldn't you wouldn't do that now I mean would you but, no huh no, but I don't, you're I don't still dealing that. with those people with that same mentality mm-hmm. when they're younger mm-hmm. right hmm. right all right of what's course you wouldn't do it now because she's old no she's what? not she's 29 <laughs> are you kidding me I'm 29 but people Whatever. people think I'm 22 so. 48 really yeah. yeah what do you look yeah. like. What I'm, do I look like? I'm horny right now, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. I, there's something going man, on. Man, I place. haven't had a man in like five years, so I feel you. Why, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is that? Well, that. I've been a single mom, and, Ugly. you know, my son comes first, so I don't go out and party. And Too wide. I have my own business, and I don't really see a whole lot of people. So what do you do then? I mean, you, I mean, other than hanging out by the radio and all that kind of fun stuff, which is great for us, but... Like, how do you, like, how do you handle, do you not even have those urges anymore? Like, here's a question. Do moms even feel sexual anymore? Yeah, but we run across, you know, as soon as we say the word, you know, we're a mom, I run into guys who just, you know, okay, she's easy because she's a single mom. Right. Or I run into those that just run. No, yeah. So, I mean, are you looking, like, if you were, if you were looking, would you want someone just for sex? Are you looking someone to be your baby daddy or? Like, no, I don't need a baby daddy. Uh-uh. Okay. No, not so, at all. He has one. All right, so you're just looking for someone then who could, uh, you know, you could just take... Just a, you know, just a partner. Or, you know, if I was out actually looking or like for an F one buddy. thing, then, then I would go out and look for just that one thing. But maybe like an F-buddy or something. Mm-hmm, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, all females have one of those somewhere. Yeah, well, apparently not you. It's been five years, honey. Yeah, I know. Well, I used to. Well, you're like born again now. That's good for you. You're like yeah, a you... virgin again. That's yeah, like yeah. that's like trunks. What do you think of a guy who's uh, 24 and hasn't had sex with a sober woman in three and a half years? With a sober woman? Yeah, yeah. you can only pick up the oh, drunk ones. Oh, that guy's ones. got problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Let's all laugh at chunks. Yeah, hot dog neck. Let's take a break. We'll come back. No problem. Thank you, cauliflower. Single mom hanging out in the hideout. Yeah, with our half and J dubs. One what? Yuck? Huh? Stop oh, that already. Be great. Nice. It's hot. Will you still, will you seriously be nice? I am. The good, two, good looking people. The two of you, hmm? all of you, are just so angry right now. I'm not angry. I'm here trying to make friends, and you're running down all of our uh, hot female listeners. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> behave! It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'll have and J-Dubs. Friday night, the AOL Instant Messenger's Real Radio Hideout. Uh, we got a little page beginning to get uh, started at realradio.fm. Wrapping up our first week here in Central Florida, J-Dubs. Uh, Sly Stallone wants to say hello. Sly, you're in the Hideout on Real Radio. Hey, how you guys doing? Great. You doing good tonight? Outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I was just gone, uh... You know, uh, you had strippers on last night, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I tried to call in so I can let them know. 
I was gonna punch one of them in the cervix. You know, that's what I like to do. <laughs> what? Punch like, I don't. I don't. That's not very nice. It didn't seem like a, a classic. I'm, yeah, thing I'm to Rocky, do. though. You know, I didn't start this war. You know, I didn't. I didn't draw first blood. <laughs> oh, I didn't start that. Adrian. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, Sly. Thank you, Sly. I don't think that. Um, we necessarily want to punch the beautiful strippers who come into the uh, studio. Ah, it's kind of hot sometimes. You like that, though. Yeah, I'm into the uh, the brutality. Coming up, tickets to go see David Tell at the Hard Rock Live. Nothing's higher than a black guy. It really just makes up for the mascara. Do you like a bruise? Like when like when your chick will get bruised or something on her thigh, she runs into something? A bruise can be sexy. You think so? Like the one, like, if you if you really have a rough session with her... And you, like you have like your hands on her arms or something, you squeeze too hard. That's sexy when you see your hand mark on her. You think so? Yeah. When Man. you know, when you know it was just that good, or you know, when well, who's to say how a bruise is a marker of like how good your session was? It can be. You know, if you if like you just have total disregard for everything you, that you don't even know how hard you're squeezing someone. I wouldn't think so at all. You know what my marker is? What? How hungry I am afterwards. I'm sure you're starving. You're always hungry. I've never seen anybody eat so much. You're right. Maybe that isn't a good marker then. Because I'm constantly... You eat during, I think. I could see you with a ham sandwich in your mouth while uh, you're you're having a session. I've never... <laughs> I've never... I've never combined the two. No? No, it's too Not even used it, like, uh, as foreplay type stuff? Like, you know, some... I did that once with, like, the whipped cream and, like, chocolate... I didn't dig chocolate. That. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was the problem. Was it just a Hershey bar sitting on her stomach? And no, it looked like a Hershey bar. What? I know what you're into. No, you don't, and I am not. I'm not into that at all. Now I know you're really into the iPod. Uh, have you ever, you know, just popped the headphones on during it and listened to some of your music? No, but you know what I would want to do? I'd love to put it in, like, see if I could Ew. hook it up to... No, not that. But see if I could hook it up to my uh, my stereo. Because I even have a uh, a little playlist that says sexy, like sexy songs. And what, what, what's on that playlist? Like Garbage, Number One Crush. Oh, really? That's a sexy song, isn't it? I think that's a, that's I, a song. I was that... thinking maybe the Kids Incorporated theme. I know what you're into. No, I'm not. Not at all. The chocolate bars and the kids incorporated theme. No, that's not even close to what I'm into. It's like regular, Whatever. like normal. I don't get kinky like you. Actually, I've heard about your sessions. There's nothing kinky about it. No. It's actually quite sad. Well, I smoke so much that I'm I'm wheezing during it. <sighs> that's got to be nice. Yes, it's hot. That's how you know when I'm enjoying it, when when you can just hear the tar in my throat. When you got the snot building up? Yeah. When I have to hawk a big loogie in the middle of it. That's when you know things are going well. Yeah. Love to put it in. Only you. Thank you. Thank you very much for isolating that tuttle. Love to put it in. As the hideout general manager, I commend you. For that work. Well, just to let you know, I wasn't even going to pull that one, but your boy Chunks over here is the one that just begged me to pull it. And just to let you know another thing. Yes, Tuttle. 
He's ripping on you so hard in this room when you're not even listening. I'm sure he is. He, what does he say? He, he's saying all types of stuff. He he was saying, yeah, I would love to see that fat ass eat a ham sandwich during a session. And he was just like laughing. He was like, ha ha, my name's El Jefe. Look at me. I'm eating a ham sandwich while doing a girl. All right, first of all, I'm glad, well, at least we've uh, he's done something good, though. He didn't open the mic to do it. Exactly. We told him to keep his microphone off when he had crappy jokes. And that was obviously it. So I'm sorry to everyone, Darone, Tuttle, Tommy Bateman, who yeah. was subjected to the Cor- uh, Corolla Chunk Show in the back there. What's going on? Hey, what are you going to do out of Cairo tonight when we go out there, Chunks? You going to dance with any girls? Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Truffle shuffle. Exactly. (laughs) He'll be crushing. If it comes down to it, it comes down to it. What's going to be your drink of choice tonight? What are you doing? Rum and Diet Coke. But I'm not going to... I'm not even going to say I was almost (laughs) said it. I was so close. And then I realized Tuttle's over there isolating things. He's actually going to drink a white Russian. He's supplying the milk. Mm. Yes, that's true. He's into lactation. Now, I have a question for you, Chunks. Do you, do you ever get suffocated, like, whenever you're sleeping at night? Like, did they fall in your face and, like, push down on, on your lungs? No, it, it is a lot harder to sleep on my back because I kind of do hang to the side a little bit. And it does get a little you uncomfortable. You drowned in your own mass. Like, like they're in his armpits, Dubs. Like, it was your mom. <laughs> How does my mom get brought into this? I've seen my pictures mom, of her. My mom's been in every fat conversation I've ever had. I don't even understand. You've never met the woman. I've seen her, though. You know what comes to mind, honestly? Uh, a, le- a leather handbag. Yeah, it really is. My mom is an uh, over-tanner. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's why I even got her for uh, for uh, Christmas, because I know how much she just tans, so I figured... Do you think your mom tans with her panties on or off? I don't want to know. Get her on the phone. No. Please. My mom does not come on the air. Yes, she anymore. does. Anymore. No, she's going to. Mm-mm. I want to know. Tommy, bank that question. Next time we talk to Dub's mom on the air, because you know she's going to drunk call us at some point. She may even be listening on realradio.fm right now. I need to know if she uh, if she does the um, the tanning nude or not. What about your sister? Uh, I don't think she's tanned, so I think she's whiter than I am, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. She's a polar bear. She is. She's that a girl. She's big and like she furry. Called, she called me the other day, and all she was doing was growling. I think she had a salmon in her mouth. I wouldn't doubt it. You told me so many stories about your, like your sister. Your sister, she, uh, she got in a fight with your mom, didn't she, over like food or something? Oh yeah, my sister would throw temper tantrums over not having uh, any good food in the house, which we'd have like a freezer full of uh, subs from the middle school. But that wasn't good enough for her. She wanted uh, some some chicken or something to make and flipped out, yelling, screaming, saying she was neglected. How much does she weigh? Uh, I know for a while she was two bills, but I don't know if she's lost since then. All right, somebody B sent me this. He goes, I agree with Doug's, uh, Dubs. My girl is anemic. I pinch her, and she gets a huge bruise. Super hot. Very I never thought that like something like that could be hot or sexy. A blood blister is even better. Ugh. It doesn't sound sexy. You know what's really hot? Rug burn. Yeah. I actually I stopped having sex on rugs because it, it burned too bad my knees. I just couldn't do it anymore. Why were you on your knees on a rug? Well, because I like it a certain way. Ew. No, not at all. 
you know, you know when you're a lunatic, you're acting like dogs, like that. I don't want to think of you like that. Did you a get little, a mit- I, I get a, a an image of like National Geographic type stuff of like moles mating. It's close. It's darn close. I would say more chimps. Let's take a break. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to the Hideout. And J Dubs. Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio. 104.1. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make gloves, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. You had long hair and a short miniskirt. I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whispered in the air, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her her name, she said, blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said, I was very amused. I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Then when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1 LFA and J Dubs 407-916-1041. I wonder how many times Chunks has gotten that uh, speech. Oh, I'm sure it's uh, infinite. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. As uh, Bismarck Key, he's uh, he's on that fat show, isn't he? On, yeah, on uh, Celebrity Fat Camp. Mm-hmm. And he, um, man, he looks hit. I've never seen a guy who looked. Like it, he, can't, he always he, has been hit, though. Uh, but he doesn't even look like he can keep his mouth closed. It, it's like his jaw has a dumbbell at the end of it, and it's like holding... Is that a like, racist thing? No, he's holding like his chin down, and like he's drooling constantly. Mama, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, it's Mama. What's up, baby? Hey, not much. Is this Mama? You guys are great. Thank you. You made my week. I've had to drive all week long, and I've just... I've had so much fun listening to your show. Oh, I appreciate that, sweetie. What's up? Yeah, well, I want to let you guys know, too, that rug burn is fun at the time, but afterwards... <laughs> no, I, I said I don't want it, but it's always hot on a chick. Right yeah, now. I, had to, I had to go to the doctor and get mine bandaged. What? I had to, yeah, what? My, my entire back. This is, well, that's what you like laying on a blanket or something. You know what the sexiest part is? <laughs> what? If a chick has some kind of uh, burn or uh, cut, and you put the uh, the hydrogen peroxide on it, and that white foam, that's yeah. sexy on a chick. How's that sexy? That, that sounds so that's hot. That's not sexy. That's not sexy. Shut it. It sounds awful. Um, oh. Well, so you went to the doctor. Did you tell the doctor what it was for, the rug burn? Well, actually, the nurse was a friend of mine, so I told her, and she was just, she was horrified. <laughs> I bet. Did you, uh, you knock the bottom out, it sounds like that guy did. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, all right. And, you, and her name's Mama, so it all works out. Uh, Cara, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, guys. 
guys. How are you? What's, What's up? What's up? Well, I wanted to welcome you. I'm from Howell myself. Oh, nice. Oh, right I heard you guys Fowlerville. say Fowlerville, and I almost cracked myself. Uh, Michigan name. You should have. Look at all the, yeah. It's a, We're talking dirty, though. <laughs> it's a, a mid-Michigan thing. Well, welcome. I wanted to talk to you guys about the sex bruises. That is so hot. Oh, so hot. Well, how? Right, like, now we got a girl on the phone. How is it a sex bruise as hot? Because I'm not understanding. I think it's like it's the day after. You know, my personal favorite are the hip bruises that you get on your inner thighs. Let me let me put it like this for you, Hal because I know you're a big sports guy. Okay, I am. And uh, big workout you, guy. Did you get any kind of uh, any kind of scars or anything from from like high school sports? You know what? Actually, I would because I I was a catcher. Um, of course. Okay, that was too easy. But you know, whenever you block the ball, Tuttle will know this because he pitches. Uh, whenever you block the ball, sometimes the ball will go off of your uh, your shoulder or oh, your chin. Well, <laughs> you have to be pretty sloppy if it's going that far over. But, but hey. you uh, you end up getting bruises, and you're right. Sometimes next yeah, it's day always it's cool. It's yeah. the mark of a good game. Balls ever hit you in the face? Actually, oh, wait, are you still talking about baseball? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. I tell you this one time too. One time I was catching and I was a little too big for my cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that impresses you, Cara. And it was, well, a, it was a thimble. It was a foul ball. It hit me straight on with the nad. I had that feeling. You know that feeling you get immediately after you've been struck, pukey. I had that feeling for thirty straight minutes. It was one of the most horrific things in my life. Um, but you, Cara, are, are turned on by sex bruises. I love them, especially um, knee rug burns. Those are a sign of a good night. Mm-hmm. So how often are you getting bruised? Well, I don't know. It's not something that's, you know, an every time kind of thing. No, but sometimes there is that. Then it loses its flavor if it's every time. Yeah, you know, sometimes there's that, that whole animal, you know, got to have it, give it to me. Knock and you out. Drag it's you great to think floor. about it yeah. the next day. Actually, this seems to me like it's a mid-Michigan thing because no. the two people who are into it, are you dubs from Fowlerville and Cara, who's from Howell? Well, maybe we should get into it together then. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> please, please stop hitting on the callers. It's no. very dirty. Is that a way for me to maybe get some Dave Attell tickets? Oh, please. You know what? <laughs> dubs is like, yes, you could go see Dave. Not a problem. You know what? You Car- see something that starts with D. Um, <laughs> coming up, Cara, we're going to give away those Dave Attell tickets. In fact, stay tuned. I'll let you participate in the game. It'll be probably in about the next 15 minutes. We're going to start giving away those David Tell tickets. Uh, 407-916-1041, I see Tuttle sitting in the phone screening chair. Yeah. What I, happened to the radio, Bob? I have no clue. He freaked out, and he was saying that he had to go downstairs for something. But somebody was here or something like that. He had to go downstairs, but he's been gone for like the last 15 minutes. Somebody was here? Who's I com- think they're coming in the door right now. Shots! Where you been? Oh, this is the band that was yes, going to come uh, hang out with us. Local band is going to come in and hang out with us just for a little bit. Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot about. It. All right, well, good job, chunks. I had a way to go get them. You missed two calls from <laughs> way to chick- fetch. You missed two calls from chicks who said they wanted to go out with you, but you weren't around. Yeah. Shut the hell up! Are you kidding me? No, there were two girls. Cara, Did you scroll up on this call ID. Call no. No, you can't do that. You're not allowed to use it for that. You can get in trouble. Yeah, do not be called. Do not call girls at their home when they call the radio station. That's restraining order. Yes. I wish we had a restraining order against them. Soon enough, my friend. Soon enough, it'll be that time. Dubs, you remember how you were picking on Cece, who called a little bit earlier, who was no, from Texas? I lose track of him. She's upset. Why? Because you really made her. You really. You guys are really goofing on hard on her. Were we? 
Yeah, you're being really... She, she's a 40-year-old woman who likes to go out to the bar. Oh, her, yeah. That was, that was fun. And Cece, I think you're a great person, and I don't want you to think any otherwise. Oh, I, you're, you're good people, but I'm just trying to look out for you. Who's looking out for you? Bill O'Reilly. you got a great personality. No, I'm sure she's hot. Yeah, I'm great personality. So our friend uh, Daron is here. He uh, helps out on SBK Live Saturday nights here on Real Radio 104.1. And you were telling me you teach at a Jewish, like, school? That is correct. Um, I, uh, hold on a sec. Tommy, put his, put his headphone there. There's a microphone up. So you teach at a Jewish school, and you teach Jewish humor. I did. Okay, you did this before. Yeah. Now, who are you teaching this to? High school-age kids. Okay. Really? That sounds like fun, Dubs. High school-age Jewish kids. Were they all Jewish, or were there other people sitting in on this? Or did you have to be Jewish to be a part of this class? you got to be Jewish to be a part of it. Insiders mm. only. That's, that doesn't sound fair. Yeah. I'm sure if... No, I'm just kidding, actually. I'm sure if you wanted to, uh, come one, come all. Okay. Ew. <laughs> Please. Every time. So what are you teaching these kids as far as it comes to... Because I've never heard of a class where you're learning humor. Yeah. But you were actually able to teach humor. Are you teaching, like, the basics of what it, of what Jewish humor is? Yeah. What like, is Jewish humor? There's certain characteristics that make it Jewish. Okay, what are the characteristics? Well, a lot of it is making fun of yourself. That That's a Jewish characteristic in humor, and it's very easy to do. You know, I think I've noticed that. Now, Tuttle, you're giggling. Why are you giggling over there? I'm just... Look, I've already got in trouble once today. Don't even get me involved, because I'm, I'm <laughs> sure people listen to this radio station, and I'm going to get called to the floor on something. I'm no. already in trouble. Uh, I'm. Uh, but you, well, then why are you giggling? <laughs> I... I don't know. I, I've always found this class that uh, Darone teaches, uh, as long as I've known him, teaching Jewish humor. It's like, I mean, I don't, is, I've it, never is heard... it Mel Brooks? I mean, is it a class about Mel Brooks and all this slapstick comedy and stuff? Or, well, and that's a, that's a big part of it too. There's a lot of, of famous Jewish comedians, and we talk about them and, and their uh, and the who, humor they did. Who's the biggest Jewish comedian ever? Seinfeld. Stand-up comedian or a person just total as far as Give in the entertainment each. industry? Give me each. Woody. Well, that's a writer. Yeah, Woody is. Rodney Dangerfield was Jewish. Get out. So he might have been the as far as a stand-up comic, and I think Andrew Dice Clay was too. I know. Yeah, Andrew, I know Andrew was, which was always so wild. Yeah, because he played himself off as Italian, but right. Mm-hmm. What What's a, that New York Jewish accent? Yeah. Also, though, it's now. What about a like a um? Oh, we got David Tell. Is David Tell Jewish? I believe so. I think he is too. Yeah, I think I think I've heard that before. I'm a lot of it. a lot of his uh, humor is uh, self-deprecating. Yeah. So is that what it is to be? That, like, that's definitely he, a big part of it. Did David Tell take your class? He did. Cool. So we'll be able to see him away yeah, from the night. You're cranking out the stars yeah, over there. Yeah, tell him you know me. Uh, um, but self-deprecate, you, you know, making fun of yourself. I mean, like, I hear Chris Rock do that all the time. You know, make fun of black people. Jewish. Chris Jewish Rock. black people. He's Chris, he's Chris Rock. He's Jewish. You didn't know? I've never heard. Stay out of this. I've never heard Chris Rock make fun of himself. To be honest, I've heard him make fun of black culture and his family, but not specifically like himself. But I think I understand what you're saying, where it's like a Jewish person will like kind of goof on their own characteristics or something like that. I think a perfect way of explaining that, as far as making fun of yourself, would be Rodney Dangerfield stand-up. All he ever did was talk about how lame and how ugly he was. So in this Jewish class you taught, would you watch tapes of Dangerfield? Uh, not really, because a lot of him, he's not, he wasn't too clean. 
And these were middle school and high school age kids. Okay, so who's a good Jewish comedian for kids to look up to? Well, now I guess one of your mainstream ones is Adam Sandler. He's Jewish? He's yeah. Jewish. Get out. I didn't know Sandler was Jewish. I guess you did not hear the Hanukkah, Hanukkah song. song. It's been the biggest hit around Hanukkah every single year. I thought he was goofing. Uh, no. Let's <laughs> take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear a little bit of this Jewish humor. We'll give away those David Tell tickets. It all ties in together in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout. Oh, Hef fan, J-Dubs, Real Radio 104.1. Uh, coming up, uh, play. Uh, what's the name of the band coming to hang out with us, J-Dubs? They're going to teach us a little something about the uh, local music scene as uh, they're hanging out with us. Uh, they're in the back. Let me see if I can find their names real fast. Some friends who are coming in. Um, just to teach us a little bit about their band. they got a gig going on. Uh, Playground is- Heroes. Playground, PlaygroundHeroes.com. Uh, if you go to MySpace, uh, which I am on, by the way. Of course you are. I need to blog soon. I know my people are missing my blogs. They they want to know, not only do they want to hear what I have to say verbally, but the written word in, uh, in which I uh, pen is just uh, I don't amazing. Under, I don't understand uh, radio host blogs. Because if what can't you say in the four hours that you have? Well, you sometimes know? there are those who uh, like to feel a little bit like it's a little bit more intimate. And they uh, they post, you know, they reply to my blogs. They can call. I, they could do that, I suppose, if you, you don't want say anything to. interesting on here. Why you use that stuff on the uh, that you blog on the show? I appreciate your support. That's always nice. So the playground heroes will be coming in. Kyle, Dan, uh, Billy, Chris, and Garrett all coming in a little bit. First, though, before we do that, we got David Tell tickets to give away, and we're learning about Jewish humor from Darone, the Jewish expert when it comes to humor. <laughs> I don't um, know about that, but well, he, that's a bit much. You're 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 a professor of Jewish humor, and, sure. And you need to realize, as soon as you realize how great you are and how funny you are, it's going to be good for you. Well, thank you. So let me see. Um, you said you had some Jewish jokes. I mean, you, yeah, I thought I was going to have a battle with uh, Tuttle, but well, Tuttle has already I, been banned from Jewish jokes because yeah. of his behavior earlier today. Yeah, and and the redneck thing is like once you've heard one redneck joke, you've heard all of them. It's like Jeff Foxworthy's he's like played it all out. So we're just going to hear what it's like uh, the good old Jewish humor from a teacher. Uh, basically, people pay for this class. You're getting it for free in the hideout. <laughs> all right, here we go, Daron. All right. This is just a little one-liner. How about this? Where does a Jewish husband hide money from his wife? Where? Under the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Okay. I heard that one. Hmm. All right. How about, have you seen the newest Jewish-American princess horror movie? A Jap, by the way. That's a word I learned in D.C. Jap uh, for Jewish-American princess. Correct. What was the joke again? I'm glad you uh, explained it because you throw that word out there. Yeah, yeah you, that's you, what I you thought. You start doing a, a Bill Parcells on us. Yeah. One of those jet plays. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you not know what that was? No. Well, I didn't know. I'd heard it for the first time. I thought someone was being amazingly racist yeah. oh, really? for Asian people. <laughs> and then they were like, no, that's Jewish American princess. Oh, okay, that's I got fine. you. Go ahead. Okay. So have you seen the newest Jewish American princess horror movie? Actually, no, no I haven't. What, what, what is it? It's called Debbie Does Dishes. <laughs> And can I say something real mm-hmm. quick as uh, Chunks is walking in? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want him to get mad at me, but I was back there in the in the control room before <laughs> I came in for a while, and he literally puts on his own little one-man show on to the calls <laughs> yeah. as he's answering the phones. What's he doing back there? Chunks, what are you doing? 
What kind of a show are you doing? I'm not doing a show. I'm just refuting with them. <laughs> what are what, what, what offices? What's your favorite type of soup? Man chowder, stuff like that. <laughs> Put them on the air. <laughs> you know, I'm funny. trying to let it clear that I'm not gay. And you know, that's cool if you are. The gays are all right, man. They do their yeah. thing. But that's on, not my thing. I'm on the phone with my mom asking her how her night's going, and, and all I hear from him is, No, I don't like man gravy. What's wrong with you? Could you pl and if those people want to make fun of you, they make fun of you on the air. I asked them, but he keeps on. hanging up. Every person who wants to goof on you immediately gets on the air. It's one guy, but he keeps hanging up. It's like, well, would you like to say that? Nah, man, you're just a mo. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right, I'm getting here some, uh, apparently, we were talking about stage name, real names. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Dave Chappelle, it's not his real name. Really? Dave Leibowitz is his real name. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Leibowitz. What kind of name is that? It's part of the tribe. It's, it's Jewish. Yeah, it's... Richard Pryor, not, really? not black. He's actually Jewish. Hmm. Shlomo Goldberg. <laughs> wow. Is his real name. Shlomo. So, uh, give me some more of these. Is that related to a whoopee? Uh, maybe. Possibly. Hmm. Yeah. Let me see what else I got here. All right. Learning Jewish humor from uh, Daron on a Friday night in the hideout. Now, just remember, for people who are going to take my class, I, I get a lot more in-depth in my class than this. These are just one-liners for you. I don't think you need to go any further. I think yeah. this is great. <laughs> okay, here we go. What's the difference between a Rottweiler and a Jewish mother? What? A Rottweiler? I don't know. I don't... Eventually, the Rottweiler lets go. Hmm. I see. Mm. So Jewish moms are real... Very controlling. Hands-on. There's another one. Let me see. Uh, here we go. How many Jewish mothers does it take to change a light bulb? How many? Don't bother. I'll sit in the dark. Wow. Mm. Whew. But you got to understand that whole mentality of what's said about Our, the Jewish mothers. It seems that a lot of this, a lot of the Jewish humor is basically... The, the goof, mama jokes. Goofing on Jewish moms. Is yeah, that, but I mean, there's a whole bunch of different ways they do it. This is like, like these are making fun of them, but then there's a lot of jokes to talk about how the Jewish mother controls the house, right? And, and the husband has has no power whatsoever. <sighs> See, I don't know. So there's a lot of different aspects of it. This whole, I don't know if I can even grab the concept of Jewish humor. It seems like there's a lot you got to learn. Oh, we're not even brushing the surface here because there's also a lot of Jewish humor. Like during the Holocaust and during things like that. I don't even want to really? hear that. Like, uh, no, 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 not like now. Tuttle, now Tuttle's yeah, just happy now. I don't want to hear what? that. That no, sounds no, offensive. What do, you, what do you mean though? Well, I got him. I got him. Well, I don't right. want to hear it, Tuttle. No, you behave. You can just dump it if you don't like it. <laughs> no, behave. <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble. Write it to me. Have Tommy write it to me, and I'll decide whether or not. So have Tommy write it. What to about me. I do this? I let Chunk say it, and, and if it's a bad one, he gets in trouble for it anyways. No. No. He might get fired. That is true. That would be good. But then somehow we would get in trouble. So let me ask you, would you give tests at your Jewish humor thing? No. Not at all. It was just all oral examinations. Well, then how, what kind of class is that where there are no tests? Don, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Don. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I got a Jewish joke for you. Are you Jewish? Yes, sir. Okay, then it's okay. <laughs> Why? Why do Jewish women have crow's feet? Why? Do you want me to suck what? I don't know. <laughs> I just dumped it. I don't. I didn't feel comfortable. I did not feel comfortable. Now, um, did you understand Don's joke? No, I didn't actually. All right. So if the if the teacher didn't get it, then the but well, I mean, made it on I, the I get it. That's just they talk a lot about how uh, Jew Jewish American princesses in the bedroom and how they'll have nothing to do with it. I'm I'm sure that that's what that's okay. getting involved. Let with. me ask you something. Do you uh, 
do you have like a Jewish girlfriend? Not right now, but I'd, I'd like one. Really? Yeah. I'd, I'd love to date a Jewish woman. I think that'd be great. Nice Jewish girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, does your dad want you to? Well, yeah. Does your family want you to like oh. date Jewish? Yeah. I mean, is there pressure there? Or preferably. Is... No no pressure. But so I mean, if, you, if you brought like a uh, a black woman home, they wouldn't freak out? That's fine, as long as she converted. Really? They would have to convert? Now, what if we bring someone home that's like Afghani or like 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 a Muslim? Would there, would there be like would there be trouble there? Palestinian. As far as from my family or, yeah. or from who? Yeah, from, from your my, family. From your family. No, I mean I've got a very open family. One of my best friends is actually Muslim. So I mean, well, yeah. What I mean is, like, I have, I have back black best no, friends. No, I'm, okay. I'm talking like he's practically like my family. Really? Yeah. So do you guys like? Do you, you guys try to convert him at all? You guys no. goof on each other and like get in fights and stuff over the whole uh, Israeli Palestine thing. My, my three best friends in high school. One was one was Muslim and one was. Uh, Half Cuban and half something else. So we always went at it, all three of us. Wow, man. It's like the United Nations. Half Guatemalan and half Cuban. That's what it is. Dude? Yeah. Hot. What? <laughs> huh? Uh, Jimmy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hello. How are you, Hefe, Dubs, Jerome? Hi, Jimmy. Your jokes are really funny, but you're giving too many of them away. What? Oh, all right. No, you know, do you know who this guy is doing? What? He's making fun of that that Adam Sandler skit when, oh. a, when Adam Sandler plays the Jewish mother. Oh, is that what that is? Who Jimmy is or whatever? Jimmy making fun of an Am- Adam Sandler skit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get. Well, you know what? One more Jewish joke, and then we'll give away the uh, mm. the tickets to David Tell. All right. How about this? Two Jews are walking through a black neighborhood late at night when they notice two young guys following them. Uh oh, they say we better get out of here. There are two of them, and we're alone. What? Dubs? I, I didn't get that one. I didn't get that one either. So what's the what was? They're going... basically calling themselves wimps because they oh. don't they, they can't fight and they know it. Man. Huh? Well, I say go take the Jewish class for Hi. Jewish humor. Hi. I uh, huh. Dubs, do you is this a class you're signing up for? No, but hey, best of luck. You guys need to be my guest speakers. I'd really fill the chairs if I tell them guys from the hideout are here. <laughs> I'm not setting foot anywhere. Why, you don't want to go to the JCC? I don't mind going to the JCC, but I'm not going into the humor class. I've been in there a couple of times. And I'm especially not taking J-dubs. Um, that would just be too uncomfortable. Let's take a break. Speaking of uncomfortable, we'll come back. We'll give away a tell tickets. And there was a phone sex line. We had um, somebody was making uh, some money or something off of a phone sex line, like as a side job, a member of the crew. So we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll hear about that next. And we'll also bring in our buddies, the uh, Playground Heroes local band, next in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. People are insane. The Hideout, Del Del All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. LFA and J Dubs on a Friday night coming down the home stretch. David, tell tickets to be given out in mere moments. Michael, you're in the Hideout Real Radio. Yeah, hi. This is Michael Jackson. Uh, hello, Michael Jackson. Yeah, I'm just calling to let voice. everyone know that I'm a smooth criminal. I'm a thriller, and I'd also like to let everyone know that Billie Jean was not my lover. Billy was. Okay. 
Alô. Alô. <laughs> Thank God. I think we were waiting for the big joke there. <laughs> Just let him keep going. That that dude was a hole for 45 <laughs> minutes for that. <laughs> for 45 minutes, J-Dubs. Um, I heard someone around the station is trying to do a side hustle where they're trying to make a little money. Yeah? I mean, uh, everybody has their uh, their hustle. Well, we're all, I mean, everybody tries to make a little cash here yeah, and there. a little on the side. You know, Dubs and I are thinking about going over to EA and being video game testers. I love it. Why don't you call somebody and set that up, Dubs? Okay. Because I could do that just now. But, um, Tommy, do we have the audio from the, uh, from the side hustle? All right, let's hear that. Are you into male lactation? Do you like guys who wear their shirts two sizes too small? If you can only have sex when stinking drunk, then you've dialed the right number. Welcome to the Chunk Spends Over for Punks Hotline, where neck hair is hot. All right, so Chunks has his own phone sex. Uh, he's doing like a, a lactation specialization. What's going on with this, J-Dubs? I'm not sure. I, this is the first I've heard of this. It doesn't surprise me, though. Chunks is a little odd in a lot of ways, and he likes to, uh, and he's a horny guy. Right. You know, maybe phone sex is a way for him to go because he can't, if anybody sees him, they're completely repulsed, but maybe, you know, he can mm-hmm. fool with the voice. All right, let's hear that one more time. I, I want to hear this and see how it goes one more time. Are you into male lactation? Do you like guys who wear their shirts two sizes too small? If you can only have sex when stinking drunk, then you've dialed the right number. Welcome to the Chunk Spends Over for Punk's Hotline, where neck hair is hot. Now, any good advertising campaign has a great tagline. The Chunk's Hotline, where neck hair is hot. Chunks, I didn't know you were doing this. Good for you, man. You know what I want? How's it working out? I want you to give a little example of uh, the the like what, whenever people call your hotline, what it sounds like. Give me some, what is this phone sex with Chunks? What is this? Give me some of that. Yeah, say uh, hey, wh- okay. How you doing? Yeah, I'm Chunks. I'll take my shirt off for you. Oil up my boobs. <laughs> Almost as real as a girl's. Get him to a point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You like flub? I got three layers of it. Upper, middle, and lower. Lower. Oh. Okay. I don't don't think think this is going to get any customers. I don't think you're going to make any money with that, Chunks. Why? It just doesn't sound like it's going to uh, go over. Well, I figure this is an untapped market, and, you know, it's got to have a few kinks There's with it. There's a reason why it's an untapped market. Why? Because you're untapped. Hmm. Three and a half years. Two untapped. and a half. Tony, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's up, y'all? Yo. What's going on, man? Not much. Nah, I'm just calling. Uh, I want to know if I can milk this uh, fat kickstand titty boy. <laughs> you, can't say, you can't say that word. But you were wondering, Tony wants to know. If, if, he, if he can milk you. Is that possible? Would he be able to milk you? Uh, I don't lactate. Hey, come on, kickstand. Hey, shut it. That's enough out of you. 
That's like the fifth time he's called up. And I have to admit, some of the stuff he says is kind of funny, so that makes it even harder to hate you? him. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. People say bad stuff to you, and that's how you get? Uh, I've pretty much given up. Now, if the guy's talking dirty you, to you, because he said he wanted to milk you, how right. would you answer to that on your uh, oh, porn my phone sex line? Yeah. I want to milk you. You want to milk me, baby? Left? Right? Or is there something else you'd like to milk? Mm. Oh. Whole milk! Oh, yeah. Dripping all down my side. All right. Off my thigh. Okay, I've had enough. Come on! No. That's I'm, not, no that, I'm getting into it now. I know you are. That's <laughs> really dirty. Play the song again. No. Please. Look, here's what I'd rather do. I'd rather hear other people give their phone sex line impressions. For David Tell Tickets, this is how we'll do it, Doves. Because you're obviously dirty and disgusting, and there's no possible way that you could uh, could help someone reach that, that ultimate point. Come on. That point of uh, sexual bliss. bliss. What about a really fat woman? No way. Impossible. You are a real fat woman. That's what, That's what your line should have said. I'm a real fat woman. Where fat girls go to throw up. Hmm. The Chunks Hotline. So here's what we're going to do, Chunks. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Call up with your best impression of a phone sex yeah, line. If you, were, if you were to do phone sex, give us a little taste of it. You only got to do 10 to 15 seconds, because from what I understand, that's uh, how long Chunks lasted whenever he was doing uh, three and a half years ago uh, with a sober woman. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star-1041 on a singular wireless phone. We won't discriminate. If you're a guy, you can do it. If you're a girl, you can do it. And you end up winning the tickets to go see Dave Attell at the Hard Rock Live coming up Friday the 22nd at 8 o'clock. J-Dubs, while people get up on the phone lines, what would you sound like? Hey, baby. Do you like burns? Do you like bruises? Feel like a bloody nose. I'll give it to you. And then some. I'm J-Dubs. And I'll make your wound look like a wound. What? If you do it right. Uh, what is it with all of you just so disgusting? You're like specializing. In beating? This is how it is, baby. Give me the Chunks commercial one more time. 407-916-1041. David Tell tickets. Are you into male lactation? Do you like guys who wear their shirts two sizes too small? If you can only have sex when stinking drunk, then you've dialed the right number. Welcome to the Chunk Spends Over for Punk's Hotline, where neck hair is hot. Now, Hefe, how would yours go? Yours would be more sensitive, is that what you're saying? Hey, ladies. You want to dance with radio's Vin Diesel? (laughs) You want to play with my baseball bat? That doesn't even make sense. Come on into the hideout. Where Mexicans rule? I see, I'm not a sexual guy. Obviously. I have a tough time talking sexy. You've never been able to, even with, like, uh, a woman right next to you? Phone sex isn't my thing. 
I've never been into phone sex. I've done it once. With who? Uh, my ex chick. My ex chick at the time, uh, we were living apart. And she, uh, you know, she was in D.C., I was in Michigan. And she called me up and she was talking about all the dirty stuff she to do to me. And you didn't like that? It just wasn't, it wasn't enough. Like, just hearing, like, her moan and stuff. So was she, she was working herself, too? Yeah. But that mental image wasn't enough for me. I needed more. Obviously, you can tell we're horrible at it. But maybe you're better. Best person goes to see Dave to tell. David Tell at the I Hard Rock Live. I pretty good. I didn't think you were any good. I didn't think any of us were any good. In fact, I think that, just a second ago, hurt our chances of ever getting laid in Orlando. Whatever. When they see me. They melt. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll start blowing through these phone calls. We'll Ew. give away the David Tell tickets. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. This is the reason it's called the hideout. You don't have to give your real name. That you can call up. You can use a fake name. Do whatever you got to do so that all your friends don't know it's you calling up doing phone sex. 10, 15 seconds. Very simple. People lighten up the lines now. We'll be back in a second. The Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Are you into male lactation? Do you like guys who wear their shirts two sizes too small? If you can only have sex when stinking drunk, then you dialed the right number. Welcome to the Chunk Spends Over for Punks Hotline, where neck hair is hot. Chunk's trying to earn a little side cash in Central Florida. Got his own sex line going. It doesn't we sound... Call, we call it phone screen, but for some reason he thinks he can have phone sex back there. And that's how we're giving away the David Tell tickets. You get 10 to 15 seconds. Let's hear your own, fa your own uh, phone sex commercial. Best one, male or female. Ends up going pair of tickets to see David Tell at the Hard Rock Live a week from tonight. Um, again, it's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1 and the and J Dubs. Chunks, one more time, give us an example of uh, what you do to uh, to get everyone hot at your phone sex line, your lactation specialization line. Hey, I've got a jar of mustard over here. Ham, cheese, lettuce. Bacon, Canadian bacon. You want to make a chunk sandwich with you in the middle? My two ass cheeks in the side. Okay. I think that it's. I, th I really think you're gonna fail. Come on, that's I good. I don't think you're gonna make any money. For the this. fat chicks. For the fat chicks. It's not good. Oh. Uh, hopefully some of these are better. So hopefully someone's gonna go see David Tell. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight. 1041. Ladies first in the hideout. Bridget, get it started. 10 to 15 seconds of your own phone sex line here in the hideout. Go ahead, baby. Hi, I'm Bridget. I'm sitting here with my girlfriend in our Catholic school uniforms, thinking about how great it would be to go see David Tell. Mm, I love him. Keep on going. Five more seconds. Fill it up strong. All right, give it to me harder. I'm waiting. Give it to me, Dave. I'm waiting. You know what? I like that angle of you're having phone sex with Dave Attell. Hey, I don't. 
Whatever it takes, buddy. I'm willing. All right, Bridget, hold on. Really? So far, you're in the lead. Listen to you, Dubs. You're just a horn dog right now. Uh, if you could see the bottom half of my body right now, I'm standing here with just a shirt on. I can't see it. Thank goodness. Get Bridget's information. She's in the lead right now. Bridget is in the lead. Want to see me do the helicopter in this room? No. Yeah. Gabriel, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Gabriel. Hey, Mommy. You want to get wet? You want to drip like you never dripped before? Call the Rojo Caliente Gabriel sex line. I promise you, it doesn't matter if you're 400 pounds or 100 pounds. You'll drip like you've never... All right. That's enough of that. Gabriel was trying... He uh he had to get dumped Trying out of hard. Yeah. He did the Latin angle, and sometimes the Latin angle works. Let's try Matt. Again, your best phone sex impression takes you to see Dave Attell a week from tonight at the Hard Rock. Matt, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. That's ironic. Hola. You have reached 1-800 Costa Rican prostitutes. For a mere 199 me and my prostitutes at the right for age of 12-year-old. We'll do anything. Cross our border and taste our chinchilla. Boy, we'll do anything but that. That sucker. Oh, come on. Dump, 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 dump. You get that? Right. Well, he gets, he loses. That was a good one, too, at first. He was rolling with a bit. He, he has whole, to drop the F. He had a whole uh, Costa Rican thing going. And it just didn't end up, didn't end up working out. J Dubs, do you have you ever called a phone sex line? Um, actually, yeah. When I was probably thirteen or fourteen, I ran up my mom's uh, phone bill uh, to the max on what you could do on the phone sex line, which is uh, on this one it was twenty minutes. And I, <laughs> the sad thing is, I never even got into the phone sex time. I was just talking. What were you talking about? I don't know. Just BSing. Like about our day or what? Both of our days. <laughs> get out of here. I swear. I didn't even get to get into it. I was so mad. Now, did you know you were calling for phone sex or yes. what? Yes. But I didn't know how to get into it. I didn't know how to get the fire started. So you were just trying to figure I was, out. I was rubbing two sticks together, but not, no smoke was coming out. Wait, your friend was over? I've I, never crossed the streams. I know what you're into. Cara, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi, you've called the sorority girl hideout. Bring a friend, bring a girl. Upon my neck, you'll shoot your pearl. We can beat your ass, or we can kiss you sweet. This tight bod is yours to beat. That mind a beat. That's, that's, that, you know what, Dubs? Oh. Does, does she go in the lead? Yes. Cara, you're in the lead for Dave Attell tickets. Hold Thanks, on, sweetie. Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anytime. I like how she made it rhyme, too. Yeah. She should work on Madison Avenue. I like how she likes to get beat. You're really into that, aren't you? When they like it. Of course, and yeah. they have to be into it. Yeah. You don't want to do it otherwise. Mm -hmm. Huh? You shut up over there, Slap Happy Bateman. That's your new name, Slap Happy Bateman. Yeah, that's catchy. Schmeagle, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Schmeagle. I'm here. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Are you bored of Alright, I don't even know what that was. You have to be coherent. Yeah. If you're gonna play the game, you need to be able to be coherent. So far, it's two ladies in the lead. 
This is David Tell Tickets, my friend. You want to make sure that you are doing it to the max. It's only 10 to 15 seconds. What I am finding, J-Dubs, most people lacking any sexual being to them. Yeah, they really can't get the juices flowing without you know without either dropping an F-bomb. You know, they, they start getting going, they get... You know what I think happens? Chunks over there in his little commercial... Some because my my theory. I, I thought we set the bar low enough with that thing that you know. My my theory on chunks, he's asexual. Yeah. Because he's had the opportunity for sex and he's turned it down. A stands for animals. That chick was a whore. Who? That chick. What which what one? chick are we talking about? The girl that he did wouldn't have sex with before we left DC. Yeah, that's exactly the one you want to go with if she's a so-called alleged whore. That's what you're shooting for, my friend. Instead, you, you're saving it all up for uh, Central Florida for your alleged phone sex hotline. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your wing, uh, singular wireless phone. David Tell tickets to the person who can give us a quick 10 to 15 second uh, phone sex commercial. We'll go over here to Tony. Tony, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. You ready, Tony? Tony. Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead, brother. Hi, Skippy. If you're hungry for some action, you've called the right line. We have a full-course meal with the Italian sausage, meatballs, and special Alfredo sauce. It'll fill you up good. He's Sounds going, like a menu. He, yeah, he's going more with the angle of uh, if you're fat and hungry, call this, and I'm going to read off a menu to you. In a sexy manner. I think I think Chunks would like that. I could agree with that. I think that's a Chunks thing. <laughs> Dork, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, Dork. Hello. Uh, Hello. How's it going? My, oh, baby. Uh, you make me so hot. Oh, I just wanna, I just wanna cook you up a peanut butter. All right. So now it's an Elvis thing. Now people are getting into the fetish thing, which I can understand because Chunks started it off. With his lactation bed. All right. So far, it's Kara. Yeah, it's 2% percent too. Shut it. Ah, I see it being whole milk, what you got going on there. There's nothing is skim- there anything? Is there anything more than whole? I, think, I don't even think it's pasteurized. There ain't nothing skim about you. Nothing skim or slim. Wendy, it's it's down to you. You got a top. You got a top, hey, Cara. Sugar baby, it's Wendy. I can blow hot or I can blow cold, and the bruises on my knees never get old. I moan, I scream, and swing, and do anything you want in between. So name your fantasy, and I'll name my price. Don't hesitate, sugar, because I won't ask you twice. All right, that was pretty good. I like that. I like where people are rhyming, but. J-Dubs? Cara was still better. Dubs is going with Cara. Cara, congratulations. You're going to see Dave Attell a week from tonight. Don't get me wrong. Wendy was great. Wendy was outstanding. But it's going to be Cara going to see Dave Attell one more time. Good for her. Can we get her on the phone to do it one more time for us? I'd love to talk to Cara if we could after this commercial Mm. break. We're up on a break, though, Dubs. Um, We'll be back in a second. We'll bring in our band, Playground Heroes. Uh, who's going to teach us a little bit about the local music scene. Uh, good job to everybody for trying tonight to be sexual. The one thing I learned, Dubs, not a lot of sex happened in this evening. Mm-mm. It just doesn't seem like it. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Huh, huh. My name's El Jefe. Look at me. I'm eating a ham sandwich while doing a girl. 
I did not say that. <laughs> Hideout general manager Tuttle just making stuff up. It was all in my tongue, and I could feel it going down. What a terrible. Welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch on a Friday night, wrapping up the week. First week in Orlando, J-Dubs. Uh, gonna go celebrate uh, and wind down or ramp up, depending on how you look at it, with uh, Savannah, who's out at Cairo from 11 to 1 tonight with the yeah. Panty and Bra contest. It's gonna be a blast. First, we want to talk to, uh, I was saying the wrong, uh, saying the name wrong, Kara, who is the winner of the Dave Attell tickets. She won for the phone sex line. Hey, sweetie, how are you? I'm great, thank you, boys. Uh, going to see Dave Attell at the Hard Rock Live coming up a week from tonight at 8 o'clock. You a big Dave Attell fan? Absolutely love Insomniac. He's one of my most favorite comedians. I'm I, so excited. I agree. I, that is such a great show, Insomniac. I was, I'm so mad that it's not on anymore. I know he was taking a break during the interview with Shannon Burke. He said possibly they're going to begin filming again soon. But this is kind of his Insomnia tour, I guess. And he's on a bus and he's he's just riding around the uh, the country. I think may, mostly up the uh, Atlantic coast. Uh, doing all of these gigs, maybe even down here in the southeast. So, Kara, you did the uh, you won because of your great phone sex voice. What do you uh, look like in real life? Um, I'm about five six. I've got red hair, blue eyes, got some junk in the trunk, got curves in all the right places though. Red hair and blue eyes—that's kind of freaky. Yeah. Really? I think so. It's... What clown college did you go to? <laughs> Oh my God! Shut up! That's so rude. <laughs> you uh, what clown call? Yeah, chunks. Um, so are you uh, are you pasty like with the red hair? Is it natural red hair or what? It's natural, but I'm not pasty. I'm kind of peachy. Hmm. All right. Well, congratulations going to see David Tell. I just wanted to know. Yeah. I'll send you guys a photo. All right. Please do. Do that. That's uh, one material all weekend. Thank all righty. El Jefe, by the way. Don't send it to Dubs. Send it to jdubs at WTKS.com. E-L-J-E-F-E. J-D-U-B-S. Or my uh, email address. What are you, Bateman at WTKS.com? I have no idea. I- I'm assuming. I believe so. As producer, you need to know your email. <laughs> I don't even have my phone set up. I don't either. I think we have voicemail, too. And I don't know how to set up any Do we have voicemail sitting there? I think so. Eh, whatever. It'll be there when we get back on Monday. Just email us. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, that's easier. I don't. I don't particularly enjoy the voicemail thing. I, oh man, I sure hope I want anything from like the bosses. Nah, they can email us too. Everybody yeah. email us. Don't call. We're too busy for you to call. Or and we're too stupid to figure out the system. So just, just either El Jefe E L J E F E at WTKS dot com or J Dubs J D U B S at WTKS dot com. I hear Chunks is running around too, annoying the staff from other shows. Really? What is he doing? Just like he get he gets mad that he can't figure out the voicemail system, <laughs> and he starts yelling at it and shutting down, like hanging up the phone and saying, "Shut it!" to the voicemail and the computer, and like he's trying to set his email up or something. He's like, "You shut it!" And he's just yelling, and like people from the Shannon Burke show and from the Monsters are trying to get work done, and he's just screaming because he thinks he's kind of like an animal where it, kind of where there's nothing like everything is uh, inappropriate wherever he is. He's never doing anything that really seems to fit in. Um, let's bring in our guests, J-Dubs, from the, uh, from the band Playground Heroes, Kyle, Billy, Chris, and Garrett, as they've got a whole gig going on right now where they're, uh, they're filming stuff for a DVD, and um, they got their band is PlaygroundHeroes.com. Big punk scene, I guess, I'm assuming, because they're coming in with the dreads and the, the mohawks and... Oh, they brought us T-shirts and nice. CDs. Look at that. We're getting all kinds of uh, swag. 
if you will. And Dubs, that's one of the things we're going to be trying to do is get into the local music scene. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I, I always dig to go see some of the local bands, hang out. It's always the best time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's always too, usually the shows you end up playing or end up going to see very cheap. And these are the guys who are rocking hard because they they want to they want to eventually be to the point where they can just say f you to their fans. Yeah, I think that's where I want to go. I got one. Thank you though. Thank you very much. So all right, who's who? Who's Kyle? I'm Kyle. So Kyle, you're on the drums. Talk, talk right into the microphone. Who's a right. uh, who's a guitar? Who's the lead singer of the band? I'm the singer, Chris. All right, Chris. So you're the lead singer, and you're doing the the playground heroes thing. Where are you guys gonna be at? What are you guys up to? We're at the social Sunday night at uh, 8 p.m. It's our CD release show. Okay, great. What kind of what kind of music are you guys doing? Uh, what is it, Philly? What is it called now? I don't know. We like to call it spazcore. Spaz and he's using the quotation fingers there. So what's a spaz core? What exactly? It's is like that? ska punk. It's it's music by retards like, for retards. Oh, oh I can dig that then. So dubs, that's perfect for you. Yeah. It's a There's really like really energetic in there. show. There's like uh, 80s beatboxing, there's hardcore, there's metal, there's uh, punk, ska, So do you have any jazz. problems, like as far as the local music scene, key us in a little bit. I mean, is there any issue as far as like getting in and having venues to play and stuff like that? Or is it always pretty much readily available to you? It sucks. <laughs> yes. Does we, it really? We, so, we, we unless had... if, if, you're, if you're not the supervillains, it sucks. Yeah. What are the supervillains? What's that about, J-Dubs? Do you have any idea? I don't have sure. a headset. I can't hear crap that everybody else is saying. They're they're like the ska band. Okay. And they play everywhere. Other than that, for punk ska, it kind of sucks. And so you're just having a tough time because there are a lot of venues in which, you know... Or we might suck, I don't know. But we like to pretend that it's the venue's fault. (laughs) Now, have you ever thought about that? What happens? What happens if you do suck? Like, do you... you I continue to live with my mother. All right, so that's what's going on then. You're living with So you mom. got you got all your chips in this. I stay white trash for the rest of my life. White, staying white trash. Do you keep the mohawk when you're done with the music business, or do you uh, do you do you just roll out? Eh, it you depends. Just, do you let it down, or is it constantly up in the mohawk thing? Oh, it's most of the time down. All right. Yeah, and it looks hideous. He looks like a transvestite with a urinary tract infection. Playgroundheroes.com. They're also on MySpace, and you guys are at the Orlando Social. Um, what is this Orlando Social? What is this thing that's going on? OrlandoSocial.com. What is that about? Uh, it's the social. It's one of the biggest uh, venues in Central Florida right now. There's pretty much there's the House of Blues, there's Hard Rock Live, and there's the Social, and those are like the three biggest venues you can play. And Will's Pub. Will's Pub. So you guys are in there. So you, I mean, you got gigs. I mean, how many gigs do you think you usually work in a month? Not a lot around town. We actually play more out of town, especially lately, than in town. We haven't played in town since like January at Hard Rock Live. How many? Fan base. How many times? Uh, so how many gigs are you usually playing though? I mean, what are you usually up to? Like four do, to six. Yeah. Do you make Do you make a lot of money doing this? Or is it, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I saw their. I work for a living. Yeah. Man. We're obviously not in this for the money. You yeah. know, and that's the other thing too, Dubs, because you're out, you're working your regular job. We had some. Uh, we 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 had some buddies who worked in the band. They were doing a band. There was Rev Nine, yeah, up in D.C. and um, they had been on tour, like on the Warp tour and stuff like that. But during the day, they clean carpets. Mm-hmm. They it, they it, would uh, do dishes, clean carpets, whatever, do make the ends meet. But you gotta do that kind of stuff to keep the dream alive. Yeah, I mean, it, those are the type of sacrifices that 
Like if, if you want to make it, I guess you got to do. Yeah, chunks will be dancing at your local bar that's very hot. soon. But you know that's what that's you got to so do. That's so hot that it has to be misspelled, like H A W T. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, 1041 The band hanging out with us is Playground Heroes, and uh, Dubs, you and I trying to get into the scene. Now, Dubs, you you did you have any favorite local bands when you're growing up? Growing up in like Michigan, would you constantly go to shows? Because yeah, for you, a, a local band was ICP. No, well. I I, I mean, the local bands were that I like were like a lot of the unsigned ones. I had you know, a few and far between. Uh, PT's Revenge. There's a, a few very good bands coming out of Detroit at the time. Would you ever get mad if your local band ended up getting signed and ended up moving no. on? No, never. I mean, that's what you hope for. I always get oh. I always get pissed off when people are like, "Hey, Playground Heroes, they got signed and and now they've sold out, and he cut his mohawk or." Or uh, he took out his dreads, and they're not the same old playground heroes anymore. That always is. I don't ever understand the term selling out because what selling out means that you gave up your your carpet cleaning job. If that's selling out, then I think it's okay. Is it not? It's when are you boys looking to sell out? Image and your sound. Yeah, it's all. It's. I mean, as long as as long as you like, you know, um, like changing sound wise is is fine as long as you're doing it for the right reason. Like money. Like, yeah. Like, like money. money. We would totally sell out. Yeah. Yeah. For forty. <laughs> Forty dollars. Forty dollars, and and we're playing whatever songs you want to hear. Or best offer. Yeah, yes. you're just looking to get fed more that, than anything else. Yeah. Yes. Food is good. I, uh, what's, yeah. the, what's the least you ever made at a gig? Because I know that's one of those things. Zero. Zero dollars. We, we've yeah. had to pay to we've play. Had to pay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And then there we was the venue where we got money. tickets and we lost money. Okay, yeah. so you go and you probably illegally park the van and it ends up costing you $275. Well, that's that's more because of Garrett uh, not knowing which roads he can't turn on in Jacksonville. Not the greatest you know driver. Know? Yeah. Well, that ends up happening. On the CD... Um, on the CD, on the inside, under the uh, under the CD in the tray card, uh, his uh, his nickname is Garrett. I hate cops, Olson, which was originally uh, Garrett. I'll shank you, bitch, Olson. So Garrett's and, uh, the uh, rebel, then he's yeah. the one that you want to look out <laughs> for. Well, see, really. we kept like when we were trying because he didn't like I'll shank you, bitch. So we we kept uh, switching it around, and I kept just trying to come up with with whatever I could to, to irritate him. And uh, we had Garrett. Uh, I've got too many traffic ticket violations, Olson. Garrett. I I really don't like uh, cops, Olsen. Garrett, I kind of smell funny, but I shower daily, Olsen. <laughs> so what is this song, Queer Eye for the Dead Guy? What's that song about? I'm reading over the lyrics. What's um, that about, Chris? I was on a walk, and two Marines pulled over and started uh, trying to get me to enroll. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I'm not going to enroll. And they started calling me gay and like <laughs> like what insulting you, me. Yeah, they're like, what are you, gay? You don't want to fight? And, like, so I just walked away before I was beat sense. God bless so, America. All right, so are you, I mean, are you sure they were Marine? Or they're just yeah, like they, were, they were in uh, their uniforms and stuff. And so and they, they were, were trying re- to. They were recruiting you, and you said no, and then they started calling you a mo. Right, yeah. <laughs> wow, so Queer Eye for the Dead Guy. I'm actually reading over the lyrics. Unfortunately, we can't play this tune. No. <laughs> that that is unfortunate. It's quite profane. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it seems like it's a little bit angry there. Yeah, but, just, um, just all right. coach. Well, fair enough. I'll get, I want to appreciate I Thank you guys for coming in. we got a whole bunch of stuff that's going on. You know what, man? On. This is so awesome that you guys even even like had us in here. When I, I sent I sent an email to these guys, uh, and, and it was I was really expecting nothing in return. But like yesterday, you guys plugged us a ton 
one. Like, and we were listening, and I, I was really, like, it just totally made my day. And then and then tonight to have us on is well, awesome. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if you got a local band, you know, send your stuff in to us here uh, at the Clear Channel Compound. I mean, in, in this type of thing, you need all the help you can get. We understand completely oh, what it's uh, like. J-Dubs, by the way, uh, you said on the first day that you like the Misfits. Yeah. You should come to the show Sunday because Green Goblin Project. Nice. Who are headlining the show. Yeah. Totally that kind of style. Like they wear the 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 crazy you know outfits and, and they're perfect. Just, yeah, but different. Totally yeah. old school like punk type sound. We'll come back with one of the songs. We want to thank you guys for stopping in, swinging into the hideout real fast. Thank we know you, it's man. it's a Friday night and you guys got a lot of stuff to do. But uh, local bands, feel free to come in. We'll play some of your stuff as our bumper music, and we want to get into the scene because, like Dub said, it's tough, man. You got a dream. You're you're out there. You're fighting for it. You're getting tickets. You're paying to be played. You want to be heard somehow. And the hideout's here to help. Just remember that. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Thank you the Playground Heroes who stopped by. Giving a little love to the local music scene, trying to learn as much as we can about it. Yeah, find some of the really cool bands to have them in. Hang out. 407-916-1041, Dubs, we all want to be rock stars. Yeah, in the end. I mean, that's just the dream. I, In fact, wouldn't you be worried if you talked to someone who didn't have a dream of that? Wouldn't that bug you a little bit? If I don't maybe... know if it would bug me, but I, I don't see me being friends with the type of person that, you know, they've never had that dream. I mean, they, I, I mean, I can see not having it anymore, you know, kind of growing out of it, but never having it at all. Now you that, would you, be insane. You, earlier in the night, you were talking about, like, people not being able to go out, like, at a certain age or too old to go to the bars and too old to go to the clubs. Are you ever too old? And if so, at what point are you told to say uh, to say you're going to be a rock star? Like you got to give up the dream. I think, well, giving up the dream, you, you can stick with the dream until how long you want. You know, it doesn't matter. But to try to pick up that dream, I don't think you can pick up that dream past the age of 30. You know, if you never had that dream before 30, you aren't going to get it. But you look at some guys. I mean, there are some artists out there who were near 40 or 45 and they're you know they're older dudes but, but i've guarantee i guarantee they've had that dream since they were 10 oh you mean so they like, yeah you can't pick up that dream after like the age of 30 once you hit that point you know you, it's not something you can go after joy you're in the hideout on real radio hey i just called because i heard you say the super villains you gonna have them on i i'd love to i mean apparently they're supposed to be, to be the uh, the big thing around i guess awesome 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 get a hold of them get them on where's the uh where's the good place to go joy i mean is there what's like is there a good venue around where you, we can go and we can check out the local music scene and uh meet the people and do that kind of stuff that's a bank the social both those places are good screamers all right, all right very good well thank you joy all right, get the supervillains on. Cool, very well. Supervillains. 407-916-1041, uh, 888 Now, everybody wants to be famous, j Yes. And that's why reality TV is just the biggest thing. It doesn't It doesn't stop the reality TV. Thing. No, that real, actually, it slowed down a lot from the big boom that it had, but right now we're getting to the point where there's these... They're trying to outdo themselves right now. You know, there's there's really nothing 
really big and new anymore. So I, what's, I, your, what's your favorite reality TV show? Right now, Contender. Contender is definitely the best, the top-notch uh, put together. The stories are there, and uh, the, the fights are just unbelievable. And I'm not a huge boxing fan. I don't know if I have a favorite reality TV show. I'm not really into, like I've said this before about the real world. I don't understand it. Really? I don't understand, because you and I went to a gig once. We were mm. doing a radio gig. And Brad and oh, uh, Cameron Cameron from one of the real worlds, I think real world San Diego, they were out there. And people were swooning all over them, oh, act, yeah. acting as if they were... Like they had some kind of talent that, you Like know. they were rock stars. Mm-hmm. And I was upset and bummed out a little bit. Because what are you famous for? You don't have any talent. I know this chick who wants to be on the real world in the worst way. Really? She's made tape. She's done everything possible to be on the real world. And I'm like, why would you want to? What What do you want to be known for? Do you want to be known for just being on television? I thought about doing it a couple times. Now, the only thing, though, is I say all this, and I'll admit to my hypocrisy, a little bummed out I could no longer be part of the real world. Really? It's an age limit. It's like 25. Is that uh, something that you're bummed out about because you can't do it, or does it make you feel like, all right, I'm not as young as I used to be? It makes me feel old, that I could never be on the real... Like, you never want to be limited. Yeah. You you never want to be limited. You never want to be excluded from anything. Yeah. From the chance of anything. Nish, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi, guys. I'm glad to hear y'all are talking about um, local bands. There's a venue going on tonight. Personally, I'm going to go see Holotype. And they're playing at the 8K Lounge. But um, also good places to go is, like, Back Booth. They have shows all the time, Will's Pub. And there's a lot of bands out there. I mean, there's Hand to Hand, there's In This Day. But personally, I love Holotype, so. All right, well, right on. Thank you, Nish. Appreciate that. Just trying to learn, man. Trying to soak it all up, yeah. Central Florida. Again, we're new. Been here literally seven days. Exactly a week we drove in from D.C. Yeah, and uh, it hasn't been seven quality days of soaking in the area yet. We have to, we have, we have yet to have like just that free weekend. I'm looking forward to that yeah. this weekend. But even that, I mean, Bateman and uh, Chunks aren't settled in any place yet. I'm just trying. I'm just now starting to find my place. And we, you're just not getting everything together. But reality TV, man. You know what? You know what? I'd love to see a reality TV show around. Where Chunks. Because that kid is nonstop entertainment. Not to say that he's necessarily funny. Not to say that he's necessarily, he's not good looking. Not to say that he's necessarily talented. He's oddly interesting. But he is very interesting to watch and be around. And when he finally gets his own place, I know I will miss him somewhat. Because it's always fun to have, when you have your own very, your very own radio bottom that's with you constantly, it's great. I mean, it's constant entertainment. But I'll take him. Will you take him, Tunnel? I yeah. Know, I, I mean, know. is he going to be like my monkey? Can can he dance for me if I want to? If yeah, I get one of those, of if I get one of those like organ grinders and I'm just sitting there and I'm turning it. You used to see the dance he does. I like to throw pennies at him and say, "Dance, monkey, dance," <laughs> and he does it. He he'll dance a little jig. Ron and Fez used to make me dance for them all the time. Why aren't you dancing for? Don't dance now. Come on, dance. I want to see you dance. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? You can hear his keys rattling. He's going to uh, he's going to be out at uh, Cairo, and I'm sure he's going to be dancing for all the ladies. Are you going to get some chicks? No, of course not. Come oh on. yeah. <laughs> I, 
Have yeah. you have you picked up on any girls who've been calling in tonight? You convinced them to go hang out with uh, Cairo uh, with uh, Savannah coming up at eleven, and we're going to be out there too with SBK. Uh, you know, I talked to them. And I said, "Hey, I'm going to be out at uh, Cairo tonight with the rest of them." They kind of go laugh and say, <laughs> "Yeah, maybe I'll be there." And uh, I don't take that as a good sign. <laughs> Is, uh, now, if you're out there at Cairo, will you be pulling for one particular song to play? Who, me? Yeah. Like, is there one song that you definitely like to hear that make you dance? Oh, it's your theme song. Make sure we take this out to Cairo. Oh, no. They'll definitely play it. I know. Yeah. No. We know the DJ there. And they'll put this in? Oh, hell yeah. Hmm. I am gay. I am gay. I am gay. What happened? I guess he tripped over himself. You know what he is? He is so excited about a song being played. Damn, Jack! Stupid ass, Jack! He's like, he's like a monkey that sniffs himself. He's just oddly intoxicating. But Dubs, apparently something crazy is going on with reality TV. Yeah, uh, reality TV keeps on going more and more and more. Now there's a reality TV show over in Iraq. It's, uh, I think the name of it is Terror- Terrorism in the Hands of Justice, where it's different insurgents that have been captured by the Iraqi government, and they're just talking about their uh, their bombings, beheadings, and all that kind of stuff. So what? it's like these insurgents that have been arrested, and it's them admitting to all the stuff that they've, do- they've done. Right, it's so- the number one show in Iraq right now. All right, so talk about no talents. I mean, these are guys who are just fighting, who are uh, yeah, definitely. who are blowing themselves up, who are getting reality television shows. I hope they aren't getting any kind of money out of this. I'm sure they aren't, but you know, it, it, it just seems odd. But I guess we do America's Most Wanted here. Is it something like that? Do you think? Do you think it's almost the same? Cops? Oh, I bet it's a cops kind of thing. I mean, that's a that was a huge craze for a while, and it's still on. Now I kind of want to see it. I wonder if anyone else would have interest in seeing that. Would you watch that show? Oh, I'd definitely watch that show. I'd like to see. Uh, I, I'm always interested in like uh, seeing these interviews with the killers and uh, serial killers and just all these really out there people. I think it's some of the most interesting stuff in the world. I love a serial killer. Like I, I there's something about a serial killer. Not necessarily that I say I admire them. But watching them and seeing what they do, like this BTK guy is about to go on trial. Yeah. And to me, I'm against the death penalty simply for the fact that I think you can learn a ton from these people. Why would you kill someone as uh, insane and depraved as like the BTK killer where you, when you could actually learn something from them and learn something from that person that makes them tick? I think that's what you would want to do as opposed to just kill them because then you can't learn anything from them. Yeah, I mean, you look into their past and everything, and then maybe you can dig up something that they haven't told you yet, something that, you know, something that will lead to knowing a little bit more about them and how we can, you know, stop them next time. Like a Gacy. Yeah. You would want to keep a Gacy alive for the conversations with the hopes that you could learn more about other people working in the JCs. Because um, he was a member of the JCs, like, is there a certain pattern for people who volunteer for nonprofit organizations? Is there something about people who want to be clowns? Yeah. But I don't understand why you would want to. Uh, why you wouldn't would want to do that? I just don't get it. Yeah, that's the only bad thing about capital punishment. I think. You're in favor of it. I'm in favor of it. Uh, other than 
there's a lot of stuff to learn from these people. I mean, I don't really care if they live or die, honestly. Could you imagine how awful it would be, like if you were like you were on trial? Like I've had dreams before where I'm I'm in the dream and I'm a serial killer, and I'm busted. I come home, like you know, you're out, you're doing your thing, and you're coming home, you're driving home. And you pull up to your house, you're about to pull up to your house, and all the cops are there, and they're all like raiding your apartment or your house, and you're thinking, oh crap, this it's is over. It. I'm busted. And now, my the rest of my life, god damn it, why did I kill those people? Was it really worth it playing in the guts? And, and you know, I'm pouring, you know, uh, kidneys all over my body while dancing around nude, tucked. Was that worth it? Yes. To some. It's the hideout, Real Radio What a great band. System of a Down, I think the new CD is coming out like I, like a month or so. Nice. And Looking forward to that. Listen to this hook real fast. I actually got the chance to meet these guys. Yeah. One of the, um, the guy with the long goatee kind of has like mine, but it's always wrapped up. Mm-hmm. One of the, my biggest regrets ever. He said, you tell me to do anything, I'll do it. And you know, when a rock star says, you tell me, because it was during a did meet you, and greet. You didn't whip it out, did you? No. Oh. But a rock star says, tell me to do anything, I'll go do it, dude. I don't care. It was like a meet and greet. There were about 20 people, a couple of radio stations, but like a lot of fans who had won stuff. And I had a brain fart. <laughs> it was like I was put on the spot, and I couldn't think of anything for this rock star to go do. So was it really awkward? Yeah, I was like, what did you say? I got nothing for you. What did you say? He was like, that's a shame, man. I'd have done anything. I'm like, you can't be kidding me. Can you, can you come back in two minutes? He's like, no, i got to move down the line. And then I thought about it. You know what I would have asked him to do? Punch you? No. Hmm. Poop. Why? I think it'd be funny to see a rock star <laughs> drop a deuce in the middle of a stage where he was. It was like the venue had cleared out, so we were like on, in the pit. I think it'd be funny if he had gone over and dropped the deuce. Like, it's fun of everybody. Everybody would have wondered, what is he doing? Then he always would have had that story of what's the craziest thing you've ever done as a rock star. Well, he would have said, one time I was hanging out with my favorite DJ, El Jefe, and he said, go drop a deuce. And so I did. I'm sure he would have just smacked you across the face for that, uh, even asking him to do no! that. No! Imagine if you were in System of a Down, and somebody says, hey, would you go do that? You're in System of a Down. What do you care? You'd be like, yeah, I'll go do that. I'd say No. You do Get out it. Of here, you sick freak. You would do it now in the hideout. Yeah, I, but I'm not. I'm not a rock fact, star. I'm willing to say you'd be willing to do it. We go out later on the night, hang out with Savannah. No, people will come up to you, say, "Hey, Dubs, drop a deuce." You'd be like, "Thank you." That, that's your idea. I don't know why I'm getting plugged with uh, being the uh, one that'll drop a deuce in the middle of a club. That's you. You're the one uh, infatuated with it. I'm not infatuated. I'm just thinking when a rock star asks you something, that's what you. That's what you say. So from now on. Little lesson to you, to the children listening at home. You meet a rock star, they say, I'll do anything. What do you want to do? You tell them that. 
They'll remember you forever. Absolutely forever. After they bitch smack you. No, whatever. That's you. You have issues. Not me. Not me at all. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. You know what that also reminds me to listening to that System of a Down song? What? I, I need to get back on MySpace. It's been a little while since I've done I'm part of the uh, System of a Down group. <laughs> so gay. What? It's like it's like you're in third grade. Hey, I'm in the card collecting club. No, it's I'm not. I'm in the guitar club. I'm in a lot of cool I'm clubs. I'm in the computer club. Well, it's well, it's not a club. It's a group. Did I say club? No, what? That's basically the same thing. No, I misspoke, man. It's a group. You know, let me go real fast. No, System of a Down is a group. What you're part of is a club that likes that group. No, it's where we all get together and we talk about our band, our favorite bands. <laughs> what, do you, what do you talk about? What's there to talk about a band? You listen to it. You don't talk about it. We talk about the new songs. What are you talking about the new songs? Why are you listening to them? Are you analyzing them? Well, yes, we listen, we analyze. Hold on a second. Let me show you my groups that I'm part of. God. Have you been to my my page on MySpace? No, I've uh, I've tried to stay away from it. It's real easy to get to. It's uh, myspace.com slash elhefe7. That's me. I don't want to see it. I'm part. I'll, I'll be embarrassed for you, and I can't do it. I'll I'll be hiding in the corner crying because I'm so embarrassed for you. Whatever. This hot chick named Adriana just asked me to be her friend. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a retard group. Are we friends now? No. This chick's hot, man. Are I was just I was are, looking at her profile during the break. Are are, are are we going steady? It's not about going steady. It's about making buddies. And you know what I need to do? I need to screen the Orlando. Chat rooms. Not chat rooms, but groups. See what's going on there. I think a couple people around here are on MySpace. You're just jealous. What am I jealous of? I can do it, too. I just choose not to. You're the only one on the show without. Pat. I'm the cool one. Pat, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Hey, uh, you're talking about dropping a deuce on stage. You guys forgot about Gigi Allen. Oh, yeah. Dude, that guy was nuts. The guy was always... But, you know, the cool thing, like, you can actually, like, get away with it instead of, like, having to copy him is, like, pretend that you, like, made an accident, you know, like, like oh, man, like, that was such an accident, but do it on purpose. You know what? Maybe that's what we do at the first live gig. But don't do it, like, in shorts, because that just makes it gross. No, that's just dirty. You're right, Pat. Thank you. That's just dirty. What other groups are you in on that on that MySpace? Holden, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. So so you saying you would uh, accompany George Michael to the little boys' room? Well, where does that even come out? That was nowhere in the realm of possibility. You're, you're watching somebody take a deuce. Come on. No, gay. I'm not. No, that it's, is gay. it's not about being gay. It's about a rock star says, hey, I'll do anything. What do you want me to do? I say, go drop one. So uh, who else is in that Harry Back uh, group? There's no Harry Back group. <laughs> you aren't a part of that? <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the Ron and Fez group. Not the Rolly Poly Neck group? Okay, you know. I'm in the uh, A Perfect Circle group, the System of a Down group, the Dallas Mavericks group. What other group? The Tool group. Card. That's right. Rate, uh, rate, uh. Rage Against Emo group. What? I'm in the Giant Bryant Show group. You're the only one. <laughs> hey, look, man, Slipknot. All I'm saying is we got a lot of friends from all over the nation. All over the nation. You know what you're afraid of? What? The future. What's the future? MySpace. It's not the future. It's here right now. Why? How can it be the future? The internet. 
I'm on the internet right now. What's with the clown music? I'm not understanding where that fits in. I just see you typing away on your computer. We're listening to this. Drooling. Why are you jealous of me? I'm not jealous at all. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm chatting with this new chick online. Hold on a second. LOL. She's telling me funny jokes right now. What's she telling you about? That I'm hot. <laughs> she saw my picture. You can't blame her. I need to get all the proper links up. Hey, look, man, just because uh, I got all new these new hot chicks that want to be my friends. And I'm sure the pictures are real, and I'm sure they're not dudes. No, of course they're not dudes. I'm not like you. In fact, you would do creepy oh, things yeah. when the Internet first oh, started yeah. out. Oh, I still do it. I find it fun and funny. What did you do? You did something uh, one me, time that was horrible. Me and my uh, friend, uh, me, me and my cousin, actually, we uh, were online looking at uh, all this other stuff, and we figured, hey, why not? Why don't we go into some chat rooms, create a profile of a girl, and uh, get these guys to meet up with this fake girl? So we got on there, and uh, we were talking to the dudes, and got them all hot and bothered. <laughs> and when they got all hot and bothered, we would say, hey... I would really like to use a marital aid with you. Wow. To you. And they were uh, surprisingly down with it. Five minutes of you uh, taking a marital aid, that's what we said, and you get five hours doing whatever you want to to me. You're so creepy, man. And uh, they were always down with it, and we'd always get them to go, uh, go try to meet this fake chick someplace, and we'd just be sitting across the street laughing the whole time. So you would actually set up a fake date with a dude who thought he was going to have to take marital aid action yes. to be with a chick. And I'm, then you, sure, I'm sure he stretched out before he came to. And you'd say, hey, meet me at the uh, gas station. And you'd sit across the street with your buddy having this dude sit there, wait for this girl to show up. Uh, Al on my AOL Instant Messenger says, Hefe is such a nerdy mo. So people do agree with me out there. I don't even know where that was brought up. I'm talking about your MySpace. And by the way, in just this, uh, Cody is my new friend. I've made a new friend, Cody. Dude? Possibly, but whatever. Tom, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi, Mr. Liddy. I'm moving to the Washington area, and I was wondering if you could recommend a firearm. What? Mr. Liddy? <laughs> what you is... guys were still listening to G. Gordon Liddy in D.C., didn't you? No. It was like every other call. You know, what was funny, too, though, about Liddy is that he was, he was using, in the studio at JFK where we were. Bulletproof glass, so thick everywhere in that studio because he was afraid of getting killed. Yeah, my sister used to hang out with one of his daughters while he was in prison. That was nice. They ever do anything? <laughs> I have no idea. That would have been hot. Thank you, Tom. And I got excited because I thought this was actually Tom from MySpace. So, oh, you have uh, Tom from MySpace? Is he part of that KT Anonymous group with you? No, and that's not a group that I'm part of. <laughs> And Tom is the guy who runs it. I've been trying to book him as a guest. I want to I, chat with I, this guy. You know what? I'm really starting to break down and want to become a part of MySpace because I really want to be a part of the Alex Kong group. <laughs> okay. I don't understand what the laugh track thing is, and I really don't like it. I don't even think it's good for radio. Yeah, thank you, Tuck. Er, Tuck. Tuttle. Alex Kong! Shut up. 
God damn you guys, man. Here I am trying to share a little bit about my life. I've actually been dying lately, too, because I don't have the Internet at home. When are you getting it? Monday. How are you going to make it through the weekend? I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to play a lot of video games. Probably. A lot of video games. Setting up my apartment as well. But once I get the DSL, time to start blogging. You're getting DSL? Yeah. Hmm. What? I thought you already had DSLs. Okay, thank you. Let's take a break. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. This is the Hideout. With El Jefe and J-Dubs. Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio. get five hours doing whatever you want to to me. Finally, thank you. You get five hours doing whatever you want to to me. That's the best clip yet. Wrapping up the hideout. First week in Central Florida. Thank you for uh, for being with us. And um, also your patience. It's always it's always a weird thing when you got new buddies and you know there's a new show in town and yeah you're just uh, trying to sit through figure out what this whole hideout thing is about and eventually you'll come to realize it's just about having fun with each other yeah just you know? kind of sitting back having a good time Friday nights uh, especially very excited about hitting out in what about 15 minutes 10 minutes we're gonna be headed over to Cairo to hang out with the sexy Savannah for the brawn panty contest. All of us will be heading out there um, as uh, Bateman. Bateman, what, you're not going to wear that, what you're wearing now, are you? I'm not even sure if I'm still going to go or not. Why wouldn't you go? Eh, it's you need to been come, a long day. No, but you need to come out and at least experience the town with us. You need to come out and meet some people. SBK is going to be out there along with Savannah. You need to ha- come have fun. Be part of the crew. You're the, always the one whenever ha- we're hanging out at the place. So you don't want to play the video games. I was playing them all today and last yeah. night. Yeah, we had a blast today. I mean, Bateman playing. Uh, yeah, and last night too. Double Dragon too. Yeah. You always seem like you don't. You're the be... one that was already asleep and antisocial. Yeah, that, that is true. true. That's oh. true. That's how you've been the last couple nights. I'm sick going, of you guys already. Going to bed really early, waking. I can go to bed real early, waking up early. Yeah. Yeah, so I can go work out. Big Why can't workout you work guy. Out? Sure. Dubs, your impression of the first week here in Orlando? I'm loving it. I love this place too. And you know, we know we started the show, the very first show on Monday, talking about the new friends and what it's like when you have a you know a new show in town that you're trying to get used to, that you're trying to figure out a little bit, and you're always so eager to please. Mm-hmm. And first impressions are one of the oddest things ever because it's always tough to get over that first impression. Oh yeah, that that first impression is very difficult to uh, you know do right. Right, but at the same time too, it's like. Here we are, moving to a new place, all living out of my apartment for this first week. How do you think? How long do you think before one of us starts like punching the other? Because you're about to get your place. Chunks and Bateman need to get their place ASAP. Why? I don't want them staying with me. Why not? I'm really annoyed right now. And you guys are animals. My my place is a mess. Oh yeah, and that's from us. Yes. How? What, we haven't done anything. Dirty clothes everywhere. Because we haven't, we just got into the place on Wednesday. We haven't had a chance to actually put our bags away or anything. And you know what else is going on too? You act like you've never know. You know what a trash can is. Like you don't know what you've never seen a receptacle to uh, throw away trash and used goods. I've seen this where I wake up this morning and there's a plate on the floor, and there's a water bottle over here. 
The water bottle was full. I'm not going to throw away a full water bottle. Please, then put it up. Refrigerator. Why? That's uh, what refrigerators are for. No, I don't want I don't want a freezing cold water. And what about the plate? The plate wasn't mine. It was yours. I saw it with your pizza burger. That's no, what your pizza no, burger was on. No, the pizza burger was that, that morning before, and that was thrown away. Is that you then, Chunks? It wasn't me, man. I left mine in the living room. That's what I'm talking about, you ass. Now, throw you, your stuff you were away. You're talking about the foyer. That's different. Just throw your stuff away. It's not mine. You got a foyer? I guess. I, I think they call it an imagination room. Yeah. What kind of money are you pulling down right now, man? Jeez. What'd you do? Buy a five bedroom house? No, you living out in Windermere? Is that the nice part of town? Oh, yeah, that's where Tiger and King Griffey and all the big people stay. Hey, who are the big celebrities in town, Tuttle? Uh, Tiger, King Griffey, who else lives in town? Well, uh, Tiger lives in town. You got Marco Mira, the guy that came runner. A lot of golfers. Golfers and athletes love to move to Florida because there's no income tax here. I have learned that on today's first paycheck. That was mighty nice. Shaq has a house here. That's right. He's got one of the, did you ever see the cribs he did on MTV? The one with the big, the big humongous bed he had? I don't think I saw that cribs. No, I didn't see it. It was like an hour. The, the house was so big, the whole hour was Shaq's house. That's how big the house was. His house is out in Windermere. I, I think I saw the one of his in L.A., or maybe that was Chris Webber's. NSYNC is here in town. Backstreet Boys are from town, aren't they? Yeah, but NSYNC's the more popular one. I was always a Backstreet Boys guy. No, O-Town. <laughs> Johnny Wright, the guy, the guy that, you know... Discovered all those people. He's pretty big around here as well, too. Right. I mean, of course, you got, you know, Steve Francis and all the, all the Magic players. Mm-hmm. Tracy McGrady used to be one of the big ones. Everybody hates him now. Really? I guess he didn't talk he so a, nice about yeah, the town before he, he was left. an asshole. He was, he was horrible. Really? Well, how, how did, well, all right. <laughs> I don't know if you know what people say that down here, but oh, really? you, you, you might want to. <laughs> well, I didn't know you could yeah, say no, that. Yeah, no, but I don't know. I don't know. I would clear that with management first, but if, if it would make you feel better. Yeah, definitely. And that's the other thing, too, Dubs. Oh, yeah. It's been a whole different what you can and can't get away with. I don't know. Tuttle, uh, have have you think we've been, uh, been uh, over dumping lately? Um, probably, yeah. But it, it's better to be safe for the first week. It, it's because, better to be safe for the first week. Because we, this is definitely a lot less than we dumped back in D.C. We will have dumped out a lot more stuff back there. So we're really getting used to a lot of things. It's a new facility. It's just a whole new life you're doing. Imagine completely changing your life, and then at the same time, too, you have to entertain, which mm-hmm. is what you get paid to do. Yeah, and we're, we're having fun doing it. Actually, it's been a blessing. Yeah. It's been something to kind of get away from it all. Some of our DC friends listen, and they, you know, and they've been saying, you know, they've been talking to us, like, man, you guys sound so much happier. Yeah, you just sound like so much happier, and you're having a blast. And it's true. And you know who I saw at the gym today? Black Bean. Yeah, a Black Bean from the Monsters. And he said, by the way, chunks. They would love to have you. In the, uh, <laughs> it's the hardcore match, right? He's in. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely in. And, uh, and the list keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger now. Do you, Would you like me to go through the people that Chunks would be going against? I love I want to hear who Chunks is fighting in the right. hardcore match out at the Hard Rock of course, at the end of the month. Of course, it's going to be Drunky the Bear, hmm. the, the evil Dr. Nerdcock. Ooh. You got Whopper Jr. Okay. You got Cabin Boy from the Shannon Burke Show. Damn. You got Claw from the Predators. Oh, dude. Uh, S- Sergeant Freezy Pants. 
Do you know who Sergeant Freezy Pants no is? No idea. He's a penguin. <laughs> a real penguin? Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to be fighting against a penguin. And a bear. And a bear. That's perfect because you're an animal. You're chunks. But you got to wear. He's got to wear a costume. So you guys got to come up with a costume for him if if he's going to be you know in the hardcore oh, match. He's already got a costume. Brawn panties. Yep. It's brawn panty match. You're going to go. Bra- <laughs> chunks, congratulations! You're in the brawn panty match at the. Uh... But the funny thing is, he's the only one in brawn panties. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Do you know the rules to this? No, please. There, I, well, are, none. there, been... there are no rules, but the way you're disqualified, you're thrown out into the fans. Thrown into the crowd. Thrown, thrown into the crowd. So it's like a hardcore, hardcore Royal Rumble match. Oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. I want you to, I really would like for you to break something. If you broke something, that would make my day. Break the moon. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know what he said. We know we know you're not breaking a plane with any girls. I'm gonna get killed out there. That's gonna be great. Why? When's the last time you kiss it? I'm telling you, you do well in this. This will get you laid. How so? You think you could take it all? If you could take it all, <laughs> if you are could, you kidding me? Usually when a dude does that, he says, "Yeah, I yeah, I can." I can't even take the steps. All right, I'm not gonna be able to take. A penguin? <laughs> it's gonna start pecking at me or squawking at me or something. I'm probably gonna run out of the ring in fear, but then the fans will beat me up. Here's the thing, man. If you are the first one thrown out, your punishment will be the worst ever, and we've done some really mean things to you. <laughs> you cannot be the first one thrown out in what, the brawn panty what match. What if I get knocked out? The, you cannot be the first one out. That That's a penguin, man. That's pretty hardcore. If you can't beat the penguin... I'd say if you are the first one knocked out and or you don't last longer than the penguin, your punishment will be severe. Oh. Is it a northern Atlantic penguin or a southern Atlantic penguin? I would think southern. Yeah, it's southern. That That's impossible. That can't be done. Brawn panty match, you're the only one in the brawn panties. <laughs> Great. And here's the thing. Last time you did brawn panty match, you wore Under Armour underneath. Not no. this go-round, sister. Whatever. First flying. That's your first line of defense. I'll let you wear a cup, and that's it in the panties. This will get you laid, I'm telling you. Right. The girls are going to love it. No, there's there's going to be three to 4,000 people at this event. If you can win the million-dollar belt, have you even seen the million-dollar belt? The million-dollar belt alone will get you laid. Yeah. That's motivation. Motive something. I don't have to wear makeup, do I? Yes. <laughs> Clown Eyeliner. makeup. Eyeliner? Clown makeup. Oh, well, that's different. It's going to be a juggalo coming up. Yeah, juggalo and broad panties. <laughs> There's a fetish for that. Mm. And with your new sex line, I think it'll work out really well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that does it for the first week of the hideout in Central Florida. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. And uh, we will see you guys hopefully in 15, 20 minutes out at uh, Cairo. We're going to go hang out with the sexy Savannah. SBK, my road dog, said he was going to be out there as well. Speaking of SBK, check out SBK Live tomorrow night. Tuttle's yep. going to be in with that along with Darone and uh, doing the fun Saturday night, uh, keeping you uh, entertained and hanging out. Uh, thank you to Bateman. Thank you to Hideout General Manager Tuttle. No thank you to Chunks. All right, Dubs, we'll see you in, uh, We'll see you next week at 7. But let's go get drunk. Let's go have Bobby fun. Bobby uh, designated driving. Uh, it's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. You get five hours doing whatever you want to to me. Don't make me grab the chunk 
fine. I'm done. Whatever. I'm Sean. Big fat guy. You guys all having fun over here? Just laughing at me? My boobs jiggling? Uh -huh. My name's El Jefe. Look at me. I'm eating a ham sandwich while doing a girl. Jim and the holograms. It was all in my tongue and I could feel it going down. That's so hot. I want the pole. No, I want the pole. I want the pole. Vote Karen for both 2005. Love to put it in. I want the poll. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers I'm smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. My fingers smell pretty. I'll be smacking my hole. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes, smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.